0: How's your coffee?
1: I finished it. I finished my coffee, and now I'm just drinking water. Water and yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. Now I'm I'm just water is the way to go right now.
0: <laughs> Good. I need to Good chill drink. with
1: the coffee, otherwise I'm going to be way too hyper.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're doing pushups. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um. Now, question for you: Is the water different there in Vienna, like than it is here in Canada? I know it's that stupid question, but like.
1: No, I but it's, I was... it's true though. Yeah. Like it's, it's honestly, it's like evidently tastes different. Like okay. my mom is still not used to it, and it's been over a year for her being in Vienna. Like I'm not even going to be here for a year before I leave again. And like I personally, I like the water here a lot better. But I don't know, it's yeah, just me,
0: I guess. <laughs> Mountain, right, so makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of mountains. So.
0: Okay. All right. Well, uh, this is probably a good enough time to put the intro music. What's up, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the Together Not Together podcast. As always, I'm your host, Anthony Davis, Maya fucking Rana. Uh, today, I'm joined by a very special guest from abroad, very, very far away, Phoebe, the Canadian Furby studying abroad, Santini. What Hi! Is up, <laughs> How's it going?
1: It's, it's going. It's really hot today, so I've, it just the heat has just hit me and I'm melting a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, that's brutal. It's it's muggy here today.
1: mm -hmm. But it's not
0: uh, we're we're definitely at the end of summer. It's starting to to wind down a little bit, which sucks.
1: Quite just yeah, September is coming along. It's coming along quickly, I guess.
0: You'd think I'd like (laughs) because it's my birth month, but I I actually don't. I, I, I dislike it quite heavily.
1: You don't like your own birth month?
0: No, no, I don't because what's your
1: favorite what's your favorite season then? Like is it because of the season or is it because just you know it's September? Yeah,
0: it's more because of the fact that I it's more because of the fact that I like always having a later birthday sucks, I think, for kids. All my friends were always older than me, generally. But Mm. also it's the fact of like losing the summer. Do you know what I mean? Like when when I I turn my next age. Summer's done. So it's like hard to be excited about something when you can't really celebrate it without watching leaves fall. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you can't really like party it up or anything. So yeah, it's over. Thing.
2: Yeah. The kids not-
1: go back to school and then you have to just retire into your home and just yeah.
2: Yeah, Constantly. It's, it's sad. Finishes, you
1: know. No, oh my god, that's not <laughs> No, none of that.
2: <laughs> um. But yes. Yeah, no, so. I
1: agree. I agree. Cause I'm I'm born in January, but I really like the fall. So I'm yeah. I'm like, eh, like first month, yay, but it's also usually it was always during exams, like for high school and stuff like that. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was always like, Hey guys, it's my birthday and they're all like, Well, I have to study for exams because I have seven exams this semester or whatever and yeah. Either, so it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's different for everybody, I guess. I haven't yeah, actually ever met anyone that's like, I love my birth month I love being born in the winter because I love the snow. Like Yeah. No,
0: nobody, anybody that, anybody that's around snow hates snow. You, you have those people that are like from the Southern States or other warmer places in the world. And they're like, Oh my God, snow so beautiful. And you're like, yeah. And so you, you've lived in it for a few years. Like as a kid, it's cool. But as soon as yeah. they started like, the ability to, you know, burrow in snowbanks. Like, what the fuck's the point?
1: Yeah. On- well, honestly, yeah. When I moved here, people were always, like, the first thing they were asking me was, what's the snow like in Canada? Like, we have snow in Vienna as well. But the thing is, is that it pretty much just turns to slush because it's just, like, it snows, but then it's still, it just, it melts anyway, like, right away almost. Okay. Unless you're actually in, like, you know, in the mountains and stuff. So, I'm, I was always saying, like, when I was a kid, like, we had... <laughs> <Back in> my- <laughs> Back in my day, like, I ha- would open the door and I'd have, like, five meters of snow in front of my door. But now, like, obviously because of global warming and stuff, because it is not a myth. Um, global warming
0: doesn't exist. <laughs> um, I'm just
1: warming well, because of, because of, like, you know, temperature change and stuff like that, like, we're, obviously we weren't getting as much snow and, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, well, it's normal too, right? Like, the, the world is changing. The more we populate it, the more we damage it, the more it changes. That's just the reality of how she yeah. all goes down
1: Like, nature is a beautiful thing. We need to appreciate it. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. uh, As as you guys probably can tell, um, one of our mics, probably mine, um, sound a little shitty, and I apologize for that. We are doing this podcast entirely on the Anchor app. Um, So we are essentially having a phone call conversation that is being recorded. So I do apologize if sound quality dips um, at any point. Uh, Phoebe, if you... Can't understand me or if like the internet cuts out sort of and then pulls back, just ask me to repeat myself and I'll do the same, vice versa. Um, but if you didn't know, uh we are doing this very, very long distance. So for me it's nine forty-two in the morning. So this will be a very sober podcast for myself.
1: Um <laughs> Phoebe, it is
0: what time is it there, Phoebe?
1: It's three forty-two in the afternoon.
0: So uh for those of you that don't speak French Tabernacle here in Quebec, means fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, so we decided that we were gonna do uh a long distance podcast. As soon as Phoebe heard about the podcast, she started listening. So uh we appreciate her. And like with everybody else that listens, at any point, if any of you want to be on the podcast, please send us messages. We do want to build the community around you, so feel free to to message us and we can do the exact same thing. Or if you're in the Ottawa area local feel free. My house, my, my door is always open to people. Um, you can definitely come on over and sit down and really the-
1: just walk in and just be like, Hey man, let's do a podcast.
0: Well, you know what I did on the last episode? Um, I fucking totally forgot to bleep out my phone number. So I've gotten a couple of weird texts from random people that I don't know. Um, mm. cause, cause I'm an idiot and didn't, uh, I was too drunk by the end and I forgot to to check it out and post. <laughs>
1: um, Phoebe, oh,
0: yeah, so, uh, how do we know each other?
1: um basically my best friend from canada lisa um was babysitting your daughter and then she was like oh let's go to this ninja warrior gym thing and then we did and then we met and that was it and you know what you know what i actually thought of we actually have had conversations before we met like we had been chatting on facebook a bit like every once in a while yep Yep. But it was like, it was like, we weren't like the BFFs of the story, I guess. But no, anyway.
3: Absolutely.
2: absolutely. Yeah.
1: So we went to this Ninja Warrior thing and I like literally did not know what I was getting myself into. As soon as I got there, I was like, guys, I don't gym enough for this. I don't, I can't exercise hurts. So. yeah,
0: yeah. And then there's me was- 230 pounds of fat trying to like hold myself up and struggling and die. <laughs> you know, I think that did the course well was, uh was uh, Lisa's boyfriend. What's his name?
1: Potts, Andrew Potts, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. He,
0: pretty sure he cleared everything. Alex did a couple of good runs, too. But mm-hmm. I, the rest of us were just out of shape.
1: That's true. That's true. But honestly, like, I weren't you a gymnast? Isn't that what I've uh, been yes, yeah, so,
0: acrobatics and circus and things like that. So oh,
1: okay. a time, I was
0: in really, really good shape. But then I injured myself. And I, I had to stop probably. It may have been around eight, nine years ago now. Oh, um, shit and whatnot so with that being said all of the I'm air quoting for people that uh, aren't watching the video podcast that I never do um, <laughs> I used to have all the fat in my belly that was muscle once in my chest shoulders and arms and after uh, you know injuries uh, injury, excuse me and not really putting any focus into my personal well-being or health I uh, <laughs> becoming a dad a whole bunch of other excuses I um, <laughs> slightly obese for a 5 foot six gentleman. So, but yeah, I don't know. Once upon a time, I would have been able to definitely burn through that course. No problem. Like, easy, easy. But
1: Honestly, but, you know what? I'm kind of the same. I used to be a competitive gymnast as well.
0: Oh, sweet. What,
3: did, what yeah. did you do?
1: Well, I, I did, like, artistic gymnastics. So I wasn't flexible, okay. but I was, like, really good at, like, bars, I guess. Like, yeah. like, my arms were the strongest. Now I can't even lift, like, five pounds. Um, yeah. But it, it was, so like...
0: Cute. The
3: biggest like,
1: thing for
0: women, especially <laughs>
1: for
0: women, is when they go through their, their you know, adolescence and they go through puberty, the body's changed significantly. So you could have been really, really good as a kid, but that changes a lot of times what causes girls especially to stop.
1: It's- yeah, I mean, well, my, my problem was I started getting back problems because of gymnastics. I was doing gymnastics and ballet, and then I started vocal lessons as well because um, I was really into the whole like, musical theater thing. That's awesome. Yeah, and so and it was pretty fun. But then basically, my parents were like, "You have to choose between like gymnastics and singing," because my mom would not let me leave dance classes. Like, she's like, "That's something you need for life." And yeah, boy, you know what? Like, mother's intuition, like she was, she was fucking right. Like, <laughs> like oh it God, yes. really did help me um, to have dance background because um, it's not really something that you can learn right away. It's something that does take some time. And so I, I do really. I am really grateful that i stayed with true to dance and to ballet and stuff but leaving gymnastics really sucked like it really really did it was so much fun and i had a blast but it just wasn't the right time i guess yeah yeah
0: no but it's true like you you look at most major athletes or professional athletes um football players hockey players um curlers a whole bunch of different attributes um the core foundation that they tend to Players to do uh, in adolescence or once they become pro is actually to do ballet just because of how it opens up the body awareness right? yeah create uh, a better sense of how to generate power you know if you want to jump okay cool but you're not going to be able to jump if you don't know how to push through the floor right and that and that's something that you don't learn without the technique of ballet I mean you might you might stumble across it or something like that but you won't have the artistry that comes along with a solid jump like, somebody that, like, like a ballerina or a ballerina.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree with you. I think it's beneficial for many things, too. Like, just to help with posture and stuff. Like, I have Absolutely. a shit posture. But when I was doing dance, like, I was forced to have to, like, push my shoulders back. And yeah. I have, like, really, really crazy hyperextension in my legs, which is actually, like, it has its pros and cons. But they were teaching me very much in dance. Like, you got to learn to bend your legs a little bit because otherwise you're going to dislocate your knee. And, then, you know, like...
0: Uh, hey, have you ever heard of shin splints? Those suck.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I freaking... Oh, uh, uh, I hate them. But the worst case, so here's the thing. So I started doing tap when I went to college back back home in Canada. Like I started doing okay. tap, and I didn't know what shin splints were until I did tap. Like, jeez. Jeez Louise, as they say. <laughs> like, yeah, I just... I have is- never felt such a pain in my entire life. And then it's just like you're stuck with it like you're just like you don't know how to get rid of it and then it's, it's yeah it's a nightmare
0: well, and the other thing too with shin splints is like it takes so i had shin splints um when i started doing acrobatics i started with dance and i, I, I was 17 18 so it was very very late um and it was because of the fact that i played hockey competitively for 15 years which is why mm-hmm. I was able to pick up on a lot of the stuff. And then as well as I was old enough that if somebody said, Hey, it feels like this, the trick or whatever, I could actually process that. Whereas like children, you kind of have to make them feel it so that they get it. So that was the only reason I excelled so quickly. I also had a very good group of, um, like peers. My, yeah, yeah. my dad pushed me super hard and always, you know, made me strive to be better. And I had to catch up too. Right. That was the other thing. <laughs> but, um, I started getting shin splints because I wasn't taking ballet because I didn't know that plie was so important or just bending. You got
1: to work through the metatarsals. Yes. <laughs> oh
0: god, oh god yes.
1: <laughs> oh god, yes. metatarsals. thats the way to go.
0: I still—I so again, I, I haven't been actively training or tumbling for about seven, eight years, uh, about eight, nine years actually. Pardon me. Now, and I still have shin splints to this mm-hmm. day. You know, I—it's I, it's
1: I, a tough thing. It's a tough thing.
0: well, the body takes time to heal too, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I, uh, body
1: is an interesting thing.
0: Yes. Fuck it. Um, uh, some private classes last week or the week before with a couple of my old students, uh, shout out to capital city dance. Um, and (laughs) I did two, (laughs) two hour long privates with two kids that weigh no more than 60, 70 pounds at max. And I'm like, I'm stretching it out by saying that just because I don't want to be under. I'd rather be over and be wrong than be under and wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I was so sore, Phoebe, for like three fucking days and my shins yeah.
3: came back. I didn't even
0: do anything. I was just spotting them. I was spotting them. <laughs> At the end of it all, like I, they're, they're completely dry. I'm dripping in sweat, like just like, oh my God, I need water. Why am I so overweight? And then all of a sudden my shin splints came back. I'm like, what the fuck did I do to get these back? Jesus
1: Oh Christ. my God. No, speaking speaking of, like, the pain, so when I first moved to Vienna, I actually, I got, like, a gym membership, because I have a gym, like, a block away from my house, and I was, like, gotta get back into shape, because that's the only thing that's gonna make me happy at this point, point. Yeah. and so I got my gym membership, and I went, and then there, my personal trainer, uh, Renee, shout out to Renee, um, he was, like, oh, I do, I also do, like, private training at this, like, shock gym, and I was, like, the fuck is a shock gym, yeah. and... So I went for a private session with him that was 45 minutes long. And basically they put you in this like suit and they wet it and it shocks you while you do exercises. And I, the next day, my ass has never hurt so bad.
0: I believe it. So it's, it's actually, it's just this extra to have extra stimulation of the muscle, So they're, they're yeah, really
1: basically. And it's, they, they say that it works for physio and stuff, but I saw, I saw my friend um, the next day and I was like telling him, I was like, Walking up them stairs is going to hurt because, like, my butt hurts so much. And I kept telling him, like, turn it up on my abs. I want a six-pack by the end of this. And he kept turning it up, but I guess, like, my fat was in the way. So, like, it, I couldn't really feel the shock as much. Um, <laughs> but. What
0: are you talking <laughs> Kid, you're, like, legit. What are you, like, 130 pounds maximum soaking wet?
3: Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like my fat got in the way jesus christ <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my but but yeah i don't the shock therapy thing was like super cool but they were saying oh yeah it's good for physiotherapy i'm like who the fuck wants to put themselves through that for physiotherapy
0: i can, I can understand because it's like that dr ho or whatever the fuck his name was he had those like little, yeah. little you put on your, your arms and like it would cause your arm to flex they do say do say that if you if you go and do like an ab workout every 15 to 20 seconds after you're done your ab workout for about an hour you should flex and actually what it does is it causes your abs to tighten more uh, and you get more definition so it does make sense Uh, and especially for physio one of the biggest things that happens when you have an injury or things like that it's
1: wait really yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't have a six-pack. Like, are you kidding? Like, what? No, if I knew this, I would literally have, like, 16 packs right now.
0: So there, there's a couple of different things. With with isolating your abdominal muscles, um, you have to mix it up constantly. So to get that perfect six-pack, it's going to take you years. Unless you well, literally yeah, have like, a 1% body fat where just the muscles show through.
3: Um, oh my God, it's
1: like my brother. My brother started going, he's 15. He started going to the gym and he's like doing kickboxing. He yeah. has abs on every part of his body, I think, because like he just, he, I think he only has maybe like 5% of fat on his body. And it's shocking to me. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. But like, he'll, he'll do like two workouts and be ripped, like just totally ripped.
0: Yeah, well, it is normal, too, for women to have a higher fat content anyways. It's just normal of the the way your body's designed, right?
1: Yeah, well, listen, I wish the fat was on my boobs because my boobs are, like, concave. I don't have boobs. (laughs) And it's, like... like,
0: Going with that, do you have a butt?
1: I I do have a little bit of a butt. I do. I do. So that's all
0: that matters. As long as you have one of the two, preferably a butt over boobs, trust me, I guarantee that 90% of men out there that are listening... (laughs) I agree a butt is way better than boobs i'd rather have a flat all day that has a nice booty because it's something i can hold on to in public you do that with a boot, <laughs> it's weird right you but you see somebody holding some girl's butt in public you're like oh that's not bad yeah it's cute oh look at that but you see them oh, holding the boob you're like,
1: they're not it. holding hands they're holding butts <laughs> exactly <laughs> cup, cup the butt just cup the butt that's
0: it. that's it well we're 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 getting into it strong so I, I have a feeling it's gonna be a very very good podcast so let's start out uh, some shout outs
1: um
0: uh, yeah i'm gonna start with mine um i know that phoebe has some people from overseas that uh she wants me to try and say their names so i'm probably gonna me <laughs> <them
3: correctly. laughs> um,
0: fans and folks i am from the phonics generation so i'm gonna sound this shit out which is gonna blow up in my <laughs> um i'm gonna start with my two shout outs i want to shout out my my little brother aaron mayorana um, he's, uh, going to college. Uh, last year was his first year. He had a blast. Uh, I didn't get to speak to him much over the summer cause he's a working man now. Uh, but, uh, I just want to say good luck for the start of this, this next coming year. Uh, kill it. You'll do very, very well. Otherwise I will beat you. Um, listener. yeah, long time <laughs> listener, Peter, uh, Peter I and I used to work together. He is also wanting to come on the show. So, uh, probably in the next episode or two we'll have Pete on uh, so shout out to you Pete uh, hopefully everything's going good with the misses and the children I don't know if you guys have had your baby yet but uh, hope everything's going well <laughs> um, Phoebe's shout outs I have Allie McGowie.
1: yeah and she's from Canada Okay, I i like, I'm, I wanted to give her a shout out because she's like one of the people that like we weren't close really like we I met her at Saunders Farm we both worked there okay. and we weren't yeah, we perfect. weren't close really but then huh
0: you were acting at Saunders Farm eh
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I I worked there a couple of years um I did like the weddings I was like a server I it was is a blast honestly it was a party like and then like this like the two years ago I was working as a painter and then I did a show and then I moved. Um, but I met Ally like last year or the year before I want to say, Okay. maybe, but we were never close, but she messaged me because she was actually auditioning for my college that I went to in Brockville, Ontario. And so she was like, Hey, like, um, I know you went there. Can you give me some pointers? And then it went from audition help to like, just becoming really, really good friends. Like she's probably one of my best friends now. And we've never actually like hung out in person. Oh, that's cool yeah so I just wanted to awesome. give her a shout out because I love her with That's like awesome. with all awesome. my heart yes
0: uh, you know what i I find that I find that very interesting too like as we get older, you find out very soon that you you know you don't have a lot of friends necessarily exactly have a friends.
1: oh my god dude i I relate to this on a personal freaking level
0: yeah, yeah, so it's cool when you can run into somebody that you had. Relations with once upon a time never really went anywhere and then life changes a little bit and all of a sudden you're best friends with this person or you have this Long-term connection that you just didn't even know was there. You know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Honestly when I moved here, I realized so much about people but I'm sure we're gonna get into that later So absolutely.
0: absolutely. So going back to shout outs um, Here we go.
1: Here we go. Yeah (laughs)
0: The next three are, are Phoebe's roommates next year. So she wanted to give them a shout out, um, just sort of as a, as a plug to the fact that they will be living together and probably, hopefully listening to my podcast. Listen, to <laughs> the podcast. Uh, so May Royer.
1: Uh-huh. She's from France and yeah, she's a bomb. I love her. Okay.
0: Like a bombshell or like, like a bombshell.
1: a bombshell. No, okay. not a bomb. No, she's a bombshell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Anant uh Vermin.
1: Yeah, you got it. He's from India.
0: Okay, very very mm-hmm. cool. An- Anant though? Anant, excuse me? Anant, yeah. Anant's okay. And then <laughs> uh, Patricio Marchesani.
1: Patricio Marchesani.
0: <laughs> Marchesani. Okay, yes, so
1: okay. He's from he's from Italy.
0: Okay, I I figured as much with the i at the end. You know.
1: Very very <laughs> Yeah, I'm super um, so, excited to live with them because like we honestly, like we all got into this program. May was actually the only person from my audition that is also in the same course as me. So I'm really excited. I love her so much. We've gotten very close over this past summer. So I'm like, I'm really excited awesome. to live with them.
0: That's awesome. And then...
1: Uh, oh, here the we la- go. This is <laughs> the one I'm so excited about. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Uh, so, uh, bro, I'm really sorry for potentially... <laughs> not intentional. You just got a name that uh, I, long, I long to know how to pronounce it properly. So, like uh, like Philip DeFranco says, let's just jump into it. <laughs> Shout out to Philip DeFranco. Please, watch, please listen to my podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay. Fuck.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: s- s- sismon <laughs> Warm.
1: <laughs> you were so close. So okay. close. It's uh, Szymon Wiedembach.
0: Szymon Wiedembach.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it.
0: So, yeah. so SZ. So, what's his nationality?
1: He's from Poland.
0: Okay. So, in Polish, an SZ is a SH.
1: Yeah. And then a W is a V. Okay. Yeah, okay. Wiedenbach. Okay. Cool.
0: Wiedenbach. The hell is
1: this guy? Um, so um, I actually I actually met him in Budapest uh, about four months ago, okay. and he's my homie. Um, we've been traveling a lot together. He's come to Vienna a couple times. I've gone to uh, visit him in Poland like so many times. I think it's like six or seven times now. Okay. And yeah, we went to Greece together, which was pretty freaking dope. Um, and yeah, he's he's a rock star. He's he's he really actually. A- He actually is. Um, I'm going to, I want to like, I'm going to, at the end of the show, I'll plug in his like YouTube channel and like his like music and stuff, but he has like a bunch of projects coming up and I'm, I'm really, really, really proud of him. And I've uh, seen him perform live now in the past like three weeks and he's just like, wow, ball of fun. And everybody just loves him.
0: Well, with a name like that, how could you not?
1: Right, right. But the fun okay, wait, I need to get into the name story. So I went with my friend Sam. Um also shout out to Sam. I went with my friend Sam to Budapest, and she's from Florida. Nice. Okay. So nice. I met for,
0: a lot of shootings in Florida, so that sucks. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, but she's she's originally from Florida, and we were so he was in my hostel room with his sister and his best friend. And um she came into my room and he and Shimon was there and um she was like hi what's your name and he was like i'm simon she's like seven she's like uh, she was like she thought his like she didn't understand that he said simon so he was like my name's simon she said seven he said simon she said semen i was (laughs) like simon and she's like salmon your name is salmon we were both just like his name is simon for fuck's sakes Um, okay
0: so, so you would say that so you just call him simon
2: essentially
1: Well, I mean, I don't because I've gotten used to just calling him Shimon, or Shimeoke, or Shime, or Shime. Yeah, I just, I have names, I guess, for him and, like, all his friends that I know, I guess. Um, But we just told her to just call him Simon, or Salmon, because Salmon, we call him Salmon the Fish sometimes, so. (laughs) On my Instagram, like, on my 365, every time I post about him, I write Salmon the Fish, so.
0: Speaking of 365, I see this often. And I don't know what the fuck it is. So explain to me what, why, and maybe I will start doing it.
1: Okay. So basically, what, what, what is, I did with three
0: five challenge or whatever.
1: So I. To be honest, I don't even know where I saw it. I think I saw like one person post about it just because on Instagram, you can go to like search and then it shows you like the general worldwide, like view of people posting things on Instagram. And I saw somebody posting about it and I was like, okay, that's interesting. Cause there's some people that do like you take a picture every day for a year and then see like the full outcome or whatever. But I, after moving to Europe and realizing how easy it is to travel i was like why not post a 365 because like i've had people asking me are you gonna travel and i was like yeah obviously
0: yeah for sure so
1: i exactly and it's like it's so crazy cheap to travel around europe like i can't even begin to express it Mm -hmm.
2: um
1: but but basically um i started the 365 on january 1st of 2018 and I'm on picture like two hundred and forty now, I think.
2: Okay.
1: And but basically I wanted to just um, post like a photo every single day from New Year's onwards. And some days I've been kind of behind, like honestly, when I was in Greece, I didn't I couldn't post every day because I was just like living in the moment. And like, I think that there has been so many amazing things with this challenge and so many awful things. But yeah, basically, I wanted to track it. I wanted to do the 365 also to just track my personal self and, like, my development over the year of living in Europe because I think that I have changed a lot since I've moved, and my perspective on things has changed a lot as well, and I wanted to track it. Um, Makes sense. And, it's, it's, and honestly, to be fair about something with this challenge, like, one of the pros is, it forces you to do things every day. Because yeah. I have days where I'm just sitting in bed all day and I'm sitting here like, what am I supposed to post about today? I should go for a walk and get a picture or something of like the park. I have well, like, a, hu- a-, a humongous like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I-, I have a huge park across the street from my house. It's like five kilometers long. So every time I go, I see a new part of the park. So it's like, why not take a picture of a pretty plant or something, you know? Like, why not?
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the other thing too is like, it it makes sense getting 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 out, exploring, also tapping into creativity or creativity, <laughs> creativity,
3: <laughs> is a huge thing, you know.
0: And, and a lot of times we we get into our modes and our complacency and just kind of float through the day, right? So mm-hmm. it is a good it is a good way for you to be constantly getting out and doing some. Huge. That's awesome. I like that. I, that's um, that's something we can do right now. But I definitely have um, I definitely have started to challenge myself. Uh, as we were talking a little bit earlier, I want to do a lot more with them and things like that. So I've challenged myself. Uh, coming September, I want to do. 15, I want to do fifteen videos over the
3: next fifteen or over the next thirty days.
1: OK,
0: so essentially they're just going to be films that I'll post up either on Facebook, most likely Instagram. So they'll probably just be a minute or two minutes long. But I want to use all of my my cameras that I have. So I.E. Um, my gimbal, my drone, a couple of different things because of the fact that I just find myself find, finding reasons not to get out there and do stuff. So, yeah, I, guess I utilize that in a similar way just to to get out and enjoy the life the world you know what i mean
1: but also like do things with your daughter too like she's such a cute little human being like she needs to be shared with the world oh, i mean not really I but can't. like <laughs> i mean not like shared with the world but i mean you know yeah
0: yeah yeah no, no for sure well and it's all about the way you do it right like i'm obviously not going to you know share her taking a poop or
3: oh, things God, like no. that but, but God, getting no. out that's, there and, that's like, weird like,
0: yeah. Very weird getting out there playing on the swings doing hyperlapses, whatever different things like that would be interesting to do for sure mm-hmm. for sure but, yeah, yeah, of uh, course.
1: um
0: so w- what exactly like you you moved it was about a year ago now right
1: almost almost okay. in november
0: and and wh- why what so you're, you're from canada originally mm-hmm. um that's where you were born your your mom and dad are from europe
1: from Argentina, which is uh, down South America, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, they're both from Argentina, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. But my dad is, like, my, I don't know, he considers himself Italian. Like, he has Italian roots. We all have our Italian passports because of him, so. <laughs>
0: okay. so you're dual citizen Italian. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's got the strongest um Italian nativeness, I guess you would say. So, that's
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Argentinian, but... Argentinian slash Italian
1: yeah pretty much so yeah um
0: so so why 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 uh Vienna what what brought you because it's your family that's out there now too right
1: yeah my entire family is here um but my by my entire family I mean my direct family like my mom my dad my brothers of course. Um, so, yeah, basically what happened was um, he'd been applying for this, like, kind of like a transfer job that was from the Canadian Nuclear Safety Commission in Canada to the atomic, uh, what is it, International Atomic Energy Agency or something like that, IAEA here. OK. I don't know. It's, it's all a mouthful. But basically. Oh, essentially,
0: essentially he's Homer Simpson is what you're saying
1: in a way but he doesn't like sleep on the job (laughs) he's actually very good at what he does that's the only
0: Um, only, other than your father that's the only media reference i have for nuclear power (laughs) that's
1: so true though it's true (laughs) it's true you know what you're you're right um (laughs) but basically yeah he's just like make sure he's just making sure that the nuclear um stuff isn't seeping into the environment and killing all of humankind
0: that's good Thank you, um, thank you, Phoebe's dad. What's his name?
1: Yeah, Miguel.
0: Miguel! Hey. Yeah! Miguel, Miguel. that's pretty cool. Wait, do I do a podcast with your dad that I didn't know that it was your dad?
1: No, what? Oh, okay. What? It's my no, co-host. My dad's, my dad's not French, though.
0: Oh, touche. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs>
1: like actually,
0: actually, a Miguel, not, he's more, he's not a Miguel, he's a Miguel.
1: I mean i guess like his oh my god my parents full names are so fancy like my mom is viviana noemi prado and then wow. my dad's is miguel angel santini wow like angel is his i'm looking at his freaking diploma from like argentina like i'm looking at his diploma in front of me right now and it's miguel angel santini
0: <laughs> That's awesome
1: so proud of him for having a great name um
0: thanks grandma grandpa <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, yeah, so basically, um, yeah, he applied for this job. And after a couple of years, like, honestly, um, I had gotten this warning that we might move um, last year. Okay. And, like, long story short, I was actually in a relationship at that time. And I, like, had told my uh, ex-boyfriend, he was. I was like, oh, like, I might have to move. So, like, I'd want to break up. And he's like, you don't think we could do long distance? And I was thinking about it. I was like, for fuck's sakes, like, from Canada to Europe, are you fucking kidding me? Long distance? That's ridiculous. Europe to Europe, I understand. Canada to Europe—it doesn't work. Too expensive. Nobody has money. You
0: got a fucking ocean between you, right? So. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. If you gotta, if you gotta hop the pond, it's not meant to be.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to an extent, to an extent. If it's cheap, why not? But literally, flights from Canada to Europe can range for up to like five thousand dollars. So, ain't nobody got the time or money for that.
0: Yeah, especially for like a week. Do you know mm-hmm.
1: what I mean? Then yeah.
0: You're six seven months to see each other again, potentially. Yeah, right?
1: That's just too much. And like, believe me, I've had friends who had to do that. Like the Sam, who I mentioned earlier, she did long distance with her boyfriend for six months while she was here. And he was back home in Florida. And yeah. uh, he actually did come to visit her many times. He did. Good for Yeah. She, she never went back, but he did visit her a lot, which was like amazing to me. I thought that was really nice of him.
0: Yeah. I mean, at that point, why not just like, so the way I look at it with long distance things like that, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, then why not just make the jump and actually move there, right? Like
1: I mean, yeah, if you if you can have a future there, why not? But I mean she was only studying here for six months. Like she was only here for a semester. So he wasn't gonna just, you know, drop everything and move. I think he did offer it at one point, but like she only had like a month left, so she was like, There's no point.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes yeah. Sense. So
1: and now they're going strong, they're really happy, I believe. And really yeah, happy. but yeah she went well, she's uh, st- actually studying in South Carolina. Um, but yeah they're they're super close to each other now. It's not hard for them to see each other now. Well, that's awesome. yeah, Good now fun. they're only now they're only about like four hours away, which is like better than <laughs> an overnight flight. Um, yeah
0: yeah, definitely. yeah, when you wake up in a car and get there in a day, it's a hell of a lot easier than you know traveling via plane in any
1: mm-hmm. asset, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically, back to the whole why I moved. So my dad applied for this job, whatever. And so yeah, about two years ago, when he applied, um, later on, I found out he didn't get it. And he was like, the next runner up for it. And so he was like, it's fine, I'll do it next year. And so then he did apply and uh, applied. Um, he did apply. and English. <laughs> English. <laughs> I'm losing my English too many other languages. Um, so I, I, I was in the middle of a rehearsal for my final show in college. And I get a phone call from my mom. She's like, hi, so your dad got the job in Vienna. So we're moving. Are you going to come with us or? And I'm sitting there like, holy shit. Like, I had my life kind of sorted in Canada. Like, I had been working with a couple of theater companies, which was fun. but then, like, I had a show coming up as well, because Honors Farm asked me if I was into doing a show. And, um, you know, there was a script written and everything with a new character, and that was mine, which was Penelope Ooze. Ooze? Yeah, like, Penelope Cruz, but Penelope Ooze, because I was, like, a zombie. Like, I was, like...
0: Penelope Cruz with VD. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I was basically Frankenstein version of her, but Uh, I guess like not, not as sexy, not as sexy because I was dead. Um, Oh, my lashes is real real long, so yeah, 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 yeah. they're all over my Facebook and stuff. Um, But basically, yeah, so my parents were like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) so, so basically, um, I'm trying to find the date, I think it was August 23rd last year that my parents moved. And I ended up actually moving in with some friends that I consider my cousins. (laughs) I've known them my entire freaking life. And um, shout out to that family, to the Diaz family. Um, They were Diaz, yes.
0: Any relation to Nick and Nate Diaz that fight in the UFC?
1: Oh, my God, no. (laughs) No, but they're also a mixed family because, like, the mom is Polish. The dad is Cuban. Wow. Wow. Isn't that dope? And their kids are like, literally, they're twins. There's a guy and a girl, and they're the kids. Literally, look like they're like angels. Like they are just the most beautiful humans I think I have ever seen brought down to this earth. And so, yes, shout out to them. You obviously,
0: haven't seen uh, me in a while, there, Phoebe. You mean...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're also you're also very beautiful. But I'm talking oh, about thanks. the kids right now. I'm talking yeah, I'm about sorry, the kids. So, okay.
0: I'm, just, I'm gonna tell you what You say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so basically, I moved with them, and I was living with them, and I was working at Saunders Farm and then I was going back and forth from Toronto during the week because I had a couple of friends in Toronto that I wanted to see um and yeah it was it was dope and then November fourteenth I hopped on a plane and jumped over the pond okay landed here um and, yeah, it was, it was, wow. Honestly, I think the most, the thing that I remember the most, because I was so freaking exhausted, the thing that I remember the most from flying here is looking out out of my, uh, my window uh, on the plane and just seeing all of the mountains and all of the electrical um, windmill things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was so shocked. I was like, I was shook I was so shook. Yeah, it's
0: really crazy when it's in when the in, it's in the mountains like that. I mean, those things are daunting just by themselves, right? Like where I'm from, South, uh, southwestern Ontario, like London, London area. Mm-hmm. Um, out in the country, they they have those. They they did a big push on it, and that's all relatively flat. But those things are very intimidating when you look at them, and they always look so out of place. I can only imagine what it would look like with them scaling the sides of mountains.
1: Beautiful, yeah, like. Gorgeous, like literally. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm already like in love with this place. I'm already so okay with here, with this home here." Um,
0: now, are you are you planning on ever moving back? Do you think, like, is honestly, that
1: honestly? No, honestly, to if I have to be straight up with you, if I look at it right now, I don't think I would ever move back to Canada after living here.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of times what happens. I mean, European culture, just having so many countries so close together, the culture is. Amazing. And you you realize that like yes, being in the West um, is great and definitely Canada is one hundred percent probably up there in the top five, I'd say, if if not one or two for being best countries in the Mm -hmm. world, like for stability and things like that. But you just can't you can't match European culture just based off
3: how it is. Well,
0: and beauty and land and hills and love you know and that that's a huge difference between north american and european or even just east to west right yeah the culture's ingrained with love that's right. also
1: just the fact that like it's so cheap to travel here like i paid 15 euro for a flight from poland to greece that's fucked 15 15 euros
0: That's, like, what, $27 Canadian?
1: Like, like, maybe, like, 20 bucks Canadian. I don't know what the dollar's at right now. I literally, like, it's, I just, I couldn't even believe it. Honestly, like, I got here, and, like, my mom was like, let's drop your stuff off and go out for breakfast. Like, super chill. We, like, hopped on a train for 15 minutes, and it took us straight to downtown Vienna. And we went to, like, this cool, like, little cafe where they bring you, like, you know those, like, cake stand things where they have, like, three tiers? But it was, like with bread and like butter and cheese and different like hams and salami and salami what? And like salami and like coffee and like the coffee is so good here.
0: I know. eh? It's so crazy.
1: Except. Okay. Here's the one thing I have to say about coffee. I was, I'm an addict when it comes to coffee, but I was (laughs) like, I'm going to move to Europe and it's going to get worse. I've actually stopped drinking coffee a lot. Like in.
0: well, but I also think too, like the way we consume coffee over here and the way coffee's consumed over there, it's not in the same. Like they don't have, from what I'm, uh, from what I know, they don't have like extra large. It's all it's all espresso and you know it's smaller.
1: True. You they know have what I mean. A lot of like, like espresso, cappuccino, lattes. Nice. Actually, in in uh, in German, latte means boner. Nice. Yeah, so awesome. whenever you, you, you go to a coffee shop Sorry, and you're like can I have a latte?
0: Hi, can I have uh can I have a latte? A large like
1: boner, a please. A,
0: uh, so <laughs> that's why they call it a morning coffee then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's actually oh my god, that's so good. I love that. <laughs> I'm into it. You I'm you into it.
0: Latte, you know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> Jesus. Uh, That's awesome. So so with, with with I guess so we're doing things a little bit weird we're getting into the questions right away we'll do the weekend wrap up a little bit or the weekly wrap up a little bit later but uh, the flow is good so I want to keep going so like with moving like what was the hardest thing for you like what was the biggest change obviously time difference is going to be a a big one but that's only for a short period of time so yeah I,
1: I adjusted to time really quickly honestly like cuz i w- i've been traveling a lot like i went to dubai and i also went to singapore um to like dubai. last yeah
0: How fucking awesome is dubai I- well,
1: cuz i i auditioned I wanna go, for i, wanna
0: go I just want to like fucking drive crazy sports cars through the desert you know what i mean like i want to do the dumb shit you do in dubai that you can I only actually,
1: do in dubai. i like, actually did up that
0: in tower like i want to do that shit that's all i want to I- do i, I
1: actually if did dubai, that
0: <laughs> I'm okay with it, as long as i do it in dubai <laughs> but
1: No, well, because I auditioned for a show at the end of my second year and I booked it and it was Alice in Wonderland. And I was super lucky I booked the lead. And um, so they I did a show in Toronto and they were like, Oh, just kidding. We're also going to Dubai for eight days. So I basically like did the show in Toronto for Canada Day. And then we got on a plane the next day and we went to Dubai and I was there for eight days. And holy shit, it's gorgeous. It's so beautiful. The people are so beautiful. The hospitality is incredible. I highly recommend Dubai. I really, really do recommend Dubai. And then I also, like the the time difference, I don't even remember the time difference, but I remember getting there, I adjusted the time super well. And then when I also went to Singapore, it was like a 23-hour time difference. No, no, no. It was like 13-hour time difference or something like that. And when I got there, I adjusted to time really fast. But when I got back to Canada both times, it was really hard for me to readjust.
0: I believe it. I like, believe it. Was it was
1: yeah. really hard for me to readjust.
0: It makes sense, too, because you're kind of coming back to your, what at that point was your norm, right? Whereas going there, the adjustment, I feel, is going to be a, big, a bit easier just because you're excited to be there. Do you know what I mean? Like-
1: yeah. Yeah. And I was lucky because of when my plane landed, like I landed in the morning here in, in Vienna. So it was nice because I landed and like, yeah, I was tired, but I wasn't too, too tired. I slept a little bit on the plane. Okay. Um, So I was able to just get going and stuff. But like the whole like, I don't just seeing it like the buildings and everything like I have a tower in front of my house called the Donau Tower. And it's, like, it's a pretty famous tower, supposedly. But its I think it's only, like, 70 meters high. And it's basically, like, a mini CN Tower. <laughs> like, um, But people visit from all around just to see Vienna from that tower. And it's really, really cool to have it across the street from my house.
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was my... a national landmark. You know what I mean?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. And my house is also super dope. Like, when I saw my house for the first time, I was, like, I was shocked. Like, it's so modern. It's like a, it's a huge square. Okay. It's like a huge, like block basically. And then inside everything's super modern. Like our floors are where the heating and the air conditioning comes from. We have these like remotes to open up the windows and it's like, it's super dope. Like so dope.
0: Okay. And so like when you say the floors where it comes from, is it like floor registers or is it actually like, like, in in tile heating or cooling. Like it's so floor- in
1: tile heating. Like when you walk into the house, you have to wear shoes when there's air conditioning because that's where the, the cold comes from. But also you step on the floor and it literally feels like ice.
0: That's awesome. Oh my yeah. God, I'd be in a fucking human furnace because I'm fat. So I like <laughs> lay on my floor occasionally just, just to Because I'm
1: dying. Honestly, yeah. When when Shimon came to visit, and um like he's also like he gets hot really, really easily too. Like he's constantly melting. When he came to visit too, I was like, my house has air conditioning. And he walked in, he was like, Ah, yes, this is what I need. This he's like, I'm never leaving. I'm never leaving. We're not going anywhere, we're staying inside. So that's
0: um Mm -hmm. so what do you think that since you 've moved you 've traveled enough, like I know you posted the other day saying that you in the last five years you 've been to fifteen countries and then ten of them have been in the last year. so explain to people the concept of that because to most of us here in the West, we think like traveling to fucking fifteen different countries or ten countries in the last year like that doesn't compre- like it doesn 't make sense in our head because it 's such a travel to get to another country mm-hmm. around it. Um, yeah. Like it Explain what that's like. Is it more of a, like you said, with your mom, we hop on a train and disappear for a day and we're in two different countries. You know what I mean? Like, what what is that that sensation like? And how dramatic, since there is so much culture around each other, like, how dramatic is the change from country to country to country to country? Oh, my
1: God. It's actually, okay. So, to be fair, I was always really, really lucky. My mom was a travel agent back in Canada. Okay. And,
3: um Hook a brother up. (laughs)
1: I mean, not anymore. Like she sometimes does it on the side, but she's not really eh. like, she's kind of like, I don't really do it anymore. But we were really lucky um, because we had so much family in Argentina. We would actually go to Argentina every single year. So actually, while I was in Canada, I was kind of wrong. I I went to, I think it was like 16 countries, 16 or 17 countries in total now in my entire lifetime. Um, but um, when I was in Canada alone, I went to Argentina, the USA, Mexico, Sweden, Dubai, and Singapore.
0: Okay, so six of the countries. So
1: six of the countries were, I mean, but I, I didn't go to Sweden in the past five years, but in my entire lifetime, I have, I have been there. And so I went to six countries when I was in Canada alone. And I think that's because I was so lucky to have like such a, such an international family i guess i have a cousin in japan i have cousins in italy i have cousins in argentina i have cousins in canada i didn't even know about until like a year ago um i think you didn't know me had cousins i had cousins in in toronto that i didn't know about okay and i was constantly visiting toronto to, be, to see my friends and then my dad was like oh by the way you have a cousin there and i was like excuse me <laughs> what <Thank you. laughs>
2: <laughs> um
1: but yeah like i have i'm very very lucky that i've had family everywhere um i never i never went to italy to visit my family um until recently like until this year um but yeah like i have to say like sometimes the changes are really really drastic um where you go like i flew from vienna to um, brussels Belgium because it was, it was cheaper for me to get to Brussels, Belgium, and then to Amsterdam for a Disney audition that I had. Um, And so I went to Brussels first and I spent like three or four days there. And then I went to Amsterdam and the difference from Vienna to Brussels was kind of big because Vienna was like, you know, it was kind of sunny at the time and Brussels was very, very cloudy, but a lot of the architecture was actually very similar. Okay. But I'd I'd say, like, the most drastic change when you move from country to country is the language, like, a 100%. Because not everybody speaks English. Okay. And I do want to share my opinion on this. A lot of American friends that I've had are always like, I think everyone should speak English. And I'm like, get your head out of your ass, okay? You go to a country, like, somewhere like Poland, for example, or somewhere even, like, Austria you come to Austria you can't expect everybody to speak English it's not their native tongue
0: no No, it's definitely like the one thing about English and this is sort of the the arrogance of the West again being that English is the universal language I mean it doesn't matter what air uh, airline you're flying with you could be flying Japan to Japan the air control and the and the um, pilots are speaking English on takeoff on landing it is the universal language but you have to understand that also that that applies to someone's job right so naturally they're going to learn how to do their job just like when i lived in montreal uh, i did some small cooking jobs and things like that where i did need to speak french i didn't yeah. speak French. But i learned how to do my job effectively um, with the language at that point it's also more common than most people know that the youth will know more english than elderly but that's just because western music or western tv is so much more broad but no absolutely like think about it just in in our own own country of canada right you
1: like to be fair i kind of had that mindset too except i'm lucky because i speak three languages fluently like i do and so i was lucky i was like i never had opinions on that whatever but then like moving here i really had to learn to understand that that like I'm going to go to Poland and if people don't speak English I can't be upset with that it's not their mother tongue like that's why like when I when I went to visit someone's friends and like some of us like you know we would get drunk or whatever and then like they would just start talking in Polish and like they would feel bad they'd be like oh I'm sorry that you know we're not speaking English and stuff and I would just be straight up like and be like it's not your mother tongue I don't expect you to speak English. Like, I really, really don't. It's, like, it's really, it doesn't hurt my feelings or anything. Like, sure, I feel awkward sometimes, but I've had to learn to deal with my awkwardness. And, like, it's, it's anywhere you go. Like, Netherlands, I have to say, though, they speak better English than any person I've ever <laughs> heard in my entire, like, better than me. Like, Netherlands, they speak, like, they speak Dutch, obviously, but they also speak English as, like, they have to learn English. That's often
0: fucked um, up Dutch, by the way. Huh? Nechof Oh what's wow what's um I means what's that? Offer in Dutch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you learn something new every day.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. No, but it's, it is true too. like you people have to appreciate. It. And you know what, if you want to learn a culture or you want to learn a language, it's actually not that hard if you are full bore into it. So for instance like if you go to if you go to somewhere where they don't speak the language you're going to learn, like, your language or your native tongue, you're going to learn theirs fairly quickly just based off of the fact that you have no choice but to. Right. Oh, dude, are
1: you kidding? Like, with German and stuff, like, I took, like, two classes of German. I took four months of German. And I can't speak it perfectly, but I can speak it pretty well. But that, to be fair, I'm, I'm really good with languages, too. Sure,
0: sure.
3: Well,
1: and, um, and being...
0: That you already have a base of three, especially European languages, they all come essentially from similar dialects, right? exactly. So,
1: yeah. yeah. So but now I, I understand German like pretty fluently. Um and I can't always respond as fluently, but like I can survive.
0: What does a schnampen ficken mean?
1: Schlampen ficken? Yeah. I don't actually know what ficken is. I know that fic means like fuck.
0: Yeah. So it it I'm pretty sure a schnampen ficken means like. Fuck the whore or something along those lines. Oh, schlampen.
1: Yeah, no, it's a it's slut. Schlampen is yeah. is slut.
0: Yeah. See, I know German. <laughs> and <nein.
1: laughs> nine. Oh, schlampen ficken. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's like yeah. It's like slut fucking. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. 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 <laughs> but basically, like, so when I went to when I went to Brussels, like, like. Still dying. We'll have
0: a serious conversation and I just gotta like just just derail us quickly for a second and talk about fucking sluts and then and we're back.
1: (laughs) And we're back. But but basically like when I went to Brussels, I was like, I was okay there actually because they spoke like a mix of like German and French. So it's like they understood French. So I could speak French and they would be like, oh yeah, I get you. And like, and then afterwards we went to Netherlands and everybody speaks English there. And That's oh my God.
0: That must, when, you, when you have that many languages where people, it must get messy. Like you must have conversations in multiple different languages when you're in a spot where people speak multiple languages. You know what I mean? Like there must be some sort of like, it's like when you go to Switzerland, they speak Swiss German, right? So, oh it's, my it's, God,
1: it's so complicated. It's not it's the same as real German
0: yeah yeah it's so mixed up it must be it's like going to Gaspésie here in quebec you know uh here in canada going to quebec gasp z like half the time people get in fights because they don't even understand each other because it's such bastardized mm. and rich. i can only imagine that over in europe when you have you know four different countries very very close together that have a lot of inter intercountry travel yeah. uh must be such a bastardized version of All the languages, you know.
1: Dude, like think about it. Like we have Germany right next door, but we also have Upper Austria, Lower Austria, like Central Central Austria. They all speak different German. I'm not kidding you. Like my friend Jana, she's from Upper Austria, and she they speak in dialect, and their dialect is a it's literally a whole other language. Like they say things, and I'm sitting there like, I have no, I can't function right now. Like (laughs) And then you go to Germany, and they pronounce things differently than Austrian Germans do. Austrian Germans—I okay. don't even want to say Austrian Germans because they get mad when you call them Germans—but Austrians, um, they they say things differently than Germans.
0: Okay, I get you
1: too. So yeah. it's just like it's it's like oh, uh, it's kind of complicated.
0: Is German the predominant language in Austria?
1: Yes. Well, we say okay. it's it's Deutsch. Deutsch, Deutsch. but yeah, yeah, it is German, but they they like to specify it's Austrian German because it's like it's considered like the nicest German to exist or whatever.
0: Okay, they they don't sound like they're
1: no kind of like Argentinian Spanish is like the nicest Spanish to they consider. But actually, to be fair. Okay, so I speak Spanish, right? Like I speak Spanish fluently because my parents are Spanish. And the first time I went to Budapest, I met these four guys from Spain. And we actually did have quite a bit of difficulty understanding each other because they have a lisp and they use different words than I do.
0: Like the, Their language inherently has a lisp?
1: Yes, because actually, so the funny story is that the king of Spain, I don't remember what year, but the king of Spain had a lisp. And so everybody had a lisp because they didn't want to like offend the king. So that's why uh, the Spanish... <laughs> That's why the Spain Spanish people have a list. Come on,
0: guys. You know you're never supposed to go full retard. Jeez Louise, come <laughs> on.
1: So, so, basically, like, <laughs> they have a list when they say specific things. And I – this is just a me thing. I speak really fast in general, like, in English yeah. and yeah, you, in you're Spanish. Much
0: like you're much like me. You just – the mind's going a mile a minute, so your mouth's trying to yeah. keep up.
1: Like, I literally, like – They keep hiring me to do kids shows and I don't understand why because I speak too freaking fast and I swear far too much. Um, But yeah, so alas, I, I speak really fast in Spanish. So these Spanish guys would be like, I'm sorry, can you like repeat that? Because I have no fucking idea what you just said. So it's just like, it's like, it's super, it's super different. Like it's, it's different everywhere you go. Um, of course,
0: Actually, just culture changes. So yeah,
1: I, I guess when it when it comes to to the to barriers that you were asking me, like the language is a huge, huge thing. Okay. Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like, that's probably the most the most changing, the most what, the most like obvious thing to change whenever you travel to different places.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And with so when you moved up there, you didn't really know too many people, right? Oh know. Okay, so, how was it, like, how was it, or how did you um, find that you were able to make friends? Because creeping you on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, like, you're always with a bunch of people. So, naturally, you're being successful with finding friends. Um, mm-hmm. As somebody who's a little bit older and very out of the social media game, like, was it linked to social media? Were oh, you just yeah. kind of on the street and like talking to people? Were you trying oh, no. groups? Like, like, how's that? I, in 2018, Anthony Myrana has no fucking clue of how to make friends. Right? Okay.
1: So, so like, I'm, I'm not
0: with you, essentially I am, I don't know anything about you and I'm not going to approach you and be like, hi, because I also don't know if that's PC enough or if I'm capable of doing that without hurting somebody's feelings or am I going to be like, you know, arrested for, you know, hitting on somebody when I'm just saying hi, like, I don't know. It's so fucked up nowadays. So explain okay. to me how use. in 2018, traveling abroad to make friends
1: (laughs) so I when I moved to Vienna I moved um okay so the day when I got here was really sunny and stuff but after that it got super cloudy because it was like like the majority of the time uh, of the year here, it's it's cloudy and really really sad and depressing. So I was so depressed, dude. Like I was like, I want to go back. Like all my friends were there and stuff, and I didn't I didn't know what what I was gonna do with myself. I knew it was gonna take a German class, but the German class didn't start till February. So I was like, I need to figure something out for the next like two months. I don't have any friends. So when, when
0: you start to cut off? When do you go to? Um- when, when, when are you going for school in London?
1: Um, I'm, I actually don't, I haven't ha- actually booked my flights yet because I don't know if I'm leaving from Vienna, if I'm living, if I'm leaving from Poland, cause I'm okay. going, I'm going back to visit Shemoket. Um, so yeah, I haven't actually booked my flights yet, yet, but it's supposed to be like around September 15th cause I don't start classes till the 28th, but I have my welcome week on the 24th of September. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking of going a year-ish. Um, But yeah, so basically like to sum up how I started making friends, don't laugh at me, okay? Because like I, I'm...
2: It's a,
0: it was a legit question because I...
1: I'm like I... super, I'm boxed with this because I am not, a, I'm not a, a prolific, um, is that a word? <laughs> Is, yeah um tinder user so i downloaded tinder when i moved here
2: <laughs> okay
1: and um i hey had man, only girls, don't worry
0: about it i ain't gonna judge Whatever. i
1: had only met two tinder guys in my entire life after having tinder i would talk to a bunch of guys and not talk to any of them and yeah, okay actually no maybe it was three no i met three um so and one of them like went to my school so it was like whatever but anyway so when i moved here i downloaded tinder and i made my profile I basically said, um, so my Tinder profile read, um, basically, like, if you're trying to sleep with me or, you know, trying to, you know, do whatever, I'm not interested, so don't message me, don't swipe right. And, um, like I put my languages that I spoke and everything. I was like, I'm just l- looking for friends. I just moved to Vienna and I don't know anybody. And so I <laughs> want to make friends. Yeah. And sure enough, um, I met a guy from California who was studying uh, psychology, um, on there. Okay. And, um, and I, like, he kept trying to like meet up and stuff. He was like, Oh yeah, let's go for coffee or let's go hang out or this or that or whatever. He'd invite me to events and shit. And I was like, so nervous because i hate meeting people from tinder i just oh my god it's it's just horrifying i prefer meeting people like you know sitting at a coffee shop and then like you fart and the person's like oh like bless you or something you know like (laughs) they say bless you when you fart i don't know (laughs) man they're so nice no no Um, but basically like (laughs) like basically um it was oh god bless (laughs) me I'm more of, like, I'm more of, like, a face-to-face person. I just am. I'm, like, not really into the whole social media thing. No,
0: and, and, that, and I get you where you're coming from with that. I mean, it's also, as, as a woman uh, abroad, without knowing anybody, without having, like, a backup plan or friends to necessarily come save you, like, I can, I can understand it being a very uh, unique experience, slightly. Yeah,
1: like, I couldn't just be, like, I couldn't just be, like, Hey, Nancy. I don't even have any friends in Nancy, but I couldn't just be like, Hey, Nancy, can you text me if this guy, like, if I send you the the number 69, can you like call me to save me? I can't, I couldn't say that. Like,
2: Absolutely. who was I Absolutely. supposed to
1: say that to my mom? Like, mom, can you call me if I send you this number and like save me or something? Like, it yeah. doesn't work that way. Instead, I just no. shared my location with her. So...
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, basically, I, I was talking to. It's like, like, honey, why are
0: you at a strip club?
1: At <laughs> <laughs> a strip club? Um,
0: I'm not working, but- I promise.
3: <laughs> I'm trying but to make friends mom I'm just trying to make friends
1: I'm not charging them um
0: yeah it's not it's not illegal if you if you don't charge right <laughs>
1: <Jesus Christ. laughs> um but basically like i I was messaging like three or four guys or something like that about meeting up and being friends or whatever, and one of them i so this guy from California, we started talking because I was like, oh, he speaks English. Perfect. We met up. Mm-hmm. We went out for coffee. And we actually hung out for quite a few hours. And we, from there, we actually became really, really good friends. Not going to lie, when I first met him, I thought he was gay. Um, I was of like, course. what is he doing on Tinder? But he's not. Um, but, yeah, alas, um, I met him through Tinder and we became really good friends. Like now we've kind of lost touch because like he has his group of friends. I just keep going to Poland. So I'm like, bye guys from, from Vienna. Um, and then, yeah, so I met him, and that was cool. And then through him, I met a bunch of other people, like a, a couple musicians and stuff like that from Italy, which is cool. And so, like, they introduced me to some of the biggest music stores here. And, like, they've recorded songs and have, like, asked me if I wanted to sing with them before. And, you know, like, so it's cool, because I've made a couple of other friends from from knowing him. Yeah. Um, and then I met another guy from Turkey um, on Tinder, and he invited me to a, a concert of a friend of his that was, like, singing. So I went with him but actually before I went to this concert I went to the gym down the street and I bought my membership from this girl named Yana who was the girl that I was talking about from upper Austria
2: okay
1: and so I was like oh I want like a private um like personal training session just to see if I like it and she was like yeah you can do that for free and she spoke English like perfectly as well because she's studying English and because she wants to teach it and um yeah and then um after I met her through that um I asked her what about the nutritionist and she was like to be honest I'm studying nutrition I can give you tips for free she was like just give me your number and I'll I'll give you tips and I was like that sounds great so um yeah so uh I we were talking a little bit we were texting and then out of nowhere she was like hey I'm going to the gym if you want to join me and I was like great let's go together we went together like once or twice and then she ended up texting me again being like do you want to come see a movie with me and my friends And I was like, sure. So we went to see a movie like with her and her two friends. And they also speak English super well. Um, Yeah. So it was, it was really, really dope because I made more friends from meeting like strange people. And so then this, this Turkish guy, I went to this concert and I asked her if she wanted to come with me. So she brought her boyfriend along and I met this Turkish guy He introduced me to some of his friends who now I am also friends with them. And like I hang out with them sometimes too because he's been in Turkey all summer. So I haven't really seen him. Okay, Um, I get you. I took care of his cat for two weeks and like love that cat. <laughs> um and but yeah now he has given his cat away his cat now lives in Singapore and I'm really sad because that was my baby. His um, cat
0: lives in Singapore? That, or you mean his? Yeah,
1: his, his, his cat moved. Neo like his, Singapore. like his cat is now living with somebody else because he just couldn't take care of the cat while he was like in Turkey and like during the year he has a lot to do with studying because they're everybody in his friend group is like an architect. So okay. Um, it's like, what? Um, but yes, yeah, so then I met him. And then through him, I met other people, too. And I still talk to these other people. And it's like, it's yeah, it's really, really cool. So I made those friends. And then I, when I started my German classes, that's where I met Sam. And through Sam, I met other people. And then with Sam, we went to Budapest together. And we met a bunch <clears> of people there. And like, it was cool. Like, those people were also, like, studying abroad. And um, they ended up coming to Vienna. We all hung out. It was amazing. It was super dope. It was great.
2: That's cool.
0: So, so then, essentially, Tinder is a great way to...
1: It was a great way to kickstart things, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's it was fair a great too, way to kickstart.
0: It's pretty black and white, right? You're on there. You can say exactly what you're looking for. I guess a lot of people look at Tinder as a hookup thing. I, I don't use Tinder, so I don't know. I mean,
1: but. Personally, like I never looked at it as a hookup thing. I know that a lot of my friends, like even from the States, like a lot of my friends I was talking to use Tinder as a hookup. I okay. was never like that. Like, I was very much like, I want to talk to a person first, and then if I feel comfortable, then I'll go out with them. Oh, but yeah, no, because
3: no,
1: no. like, because this was a matter of me finding friends. Like, after I met um, this guy from California, I actually, like, we became pretty good friends and we were hanging out a lot together. Yeah, so we were like like whenever he was at a coffee shop, he would just text me that he was there, and like 15 minutes later, I would show up because transportation is amazing in Vienna and you can get yeah. anywhere in like fifteen to thirty minutes. Which is um, crazy. Yeah. So it was like it was That's cool. What you, like,
0: do he, in you don't take fucking 10 years to build a light rail from Oh my
1: God. Can you. I just say something about this? So That's it cool. to, it used to take my dad two hours to get to work downtown from Bridalwood. Mm-hmm. It he mm-hmm. can walk to work in 10 minutes now. That's like, not he can literally walk to work in ten minutes now. And it's like whoa. It's shocking and like everything is better now. He is there, like such trans- a happier person.
0: Yeah, of course. Their transit system there though. Is it um is it above ground or underground?
1: It's both. It's both. So okay. basically like You can just, um, you can get like a year pass, which is what I did. And then um, you can basically use the buses and the trams and the underground slash overground. We have like five subway lines. Um, We have the U1, U2, U3, uh, U4, and U6. And they're still building the U5 line, but I don't know where they're going to put it because there's literally no room for it right now. Um, But, yeah, basically, like, the only flaw about where we live is, like, we have a bus stop directly in front of our house, like, at the end of our Mm -hmm. driveway. So, you you hear that
0: all the time. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. But the only issue with that is that that bus only comes every, like, once every 30 minutes or something or once every hour or so. Um, So, yeah, like, that's the only flaw. But it takes you directly to a subway station. From there, you can get anywhere. So, it's, like, it's a pretty good system,
2: okay
1: um and uh yeah I don't know I'm really really happy with that but basically yeah I would just like we would meet up with the guy from California my bad you can bleep that out um but uh, I'd meet up with him and then we would just um go out for coffee or like see a concert or something like that and yeah and it was it was cool it was cool to make friends like that and then now like when I went to. Budapest the the second time with Sam like that's when we met like Shimon and everybody else from the group and I was going to London for my audition like two weeks later and Shimon's sister actually lives in London so okay. I went for my audition and then I just stayed with her for the weekend um, which was really really amazing and I love her so much and she's actually moving to Montreal Canada.
3: Oh nice
1: yeah she's doing study abroad there, so she's moving um on Thursday, actually, which is like she's really, really nervous but really excited, and I, i'm I'm excited for her to go too. I think like if I decide to go back to Canada or something, maybe I'll swing by Montreal and see her
2: that's nice
1: um but yeah, I don't know basically basically like i I found like I was super scared about this whole tinder thing, but I was like, why not just give it a try like fuck yeah, it, there's no other know, way like... for me to make friends, really um and through that like I made friends with like the coffee shop the people that that worked at the coffee shop like I would become friends with them and like I would go in there every day before my German classes and I made friends through my German classes as well so it was like it was cool to like network and make new friends but it's 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 definitely weird and it's a scary thing because like if you really think about it like do you have you have friends from your childhood right like you met them when no, you were kids.
0: I don't, I don't. I I literally never talked to anybody ever.
1: Well, when was like when was like the? <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, back in my day, uh, when when we made friends, we we uh, we used to go and knock on people's doors and be like, "Hi, is your son or daughter home? Can they come out and play?"
1: Yeah, exactly. And so it was like it was weird because being like a some <laughs> somewhat adult human being ish sort of. Um. <laughs> And, like, moving to a new place and having to, like, make friends again is, like, probably like a, one of the scariest things ever because, like, I don't remember last time I had to try and make friends.
0: Yeah, like, no, well that, that's, that's literally why I was asking the questions because as I, I've spent so much time in the last probably year and a half, two years, since this whole, like, heavy PC shit's been coming out, like, like being scared of the fact of potentially, like, what if I ever have to move somewhere and, and connect with people. Like, I don't even know how to talk to people anymore, like, or what's acceptable or what's not like, like back, back in my day, uh, I'll just bleed out a little bit. If you don't mind, like going to a bar, you used to walk to a bar and like, if you saw a chick, you found attractive, you'd walk up to her and be like, Hey, I attractive. Can I, can I buy you a beer or something like that? Nowadays, like I'm scared. I'm going to get either jumped or pepper sprayed and accused of, Rape, you know. Oh my god,
1: dude. Literally okay, okay, I yeah, I'm totally I'm in on this with you because when I moved here, everything changed about like offense and stuff. I'm like this is not every Canadian, but Canadians are so they get offended so easily. You literally can't even Western breathe.
0: Culture, That's the problem. That's
1: true. But like, you literally can't even breathe without someone being like, um, did you just breathe on me? Like, you think you yeah. can do that? Like, literally? Oh my God. Like, here, I was sitting at a bar and a guy will walk up to me and be like, hey, you pretty cute. What's your number? Like, people do that here. <laughs> people <laughs> do that here. You know? Like, which is what
0: it should be. That's
3: so what which it is should exactly be. exactly what
1: it should be. Otherwise, like...
0: The person like, shouldn't be coming up to you and grabbing your ass and then saying the oh, same totally.
3: thing. You
1: know, that's no, that's people, pushing the boundaries. But I mean, how do you, how do you like,
3: introduce that? Right? Totally, like,
1: totally. Oh my God, yes, exactly. And I just, I wish that like, I wish that back in Canada, like they would they would do that more often. Like, I just feel like, like even if you ask like strangers for a lighter sometimes on the street, they're all like, oh my God, did you just ask me for a lighter? Like, bitch, I asked you for a fucking light. That's all. yeah
3: That's yeah, all. Yeah. not your number And so number, I don't know, it's so different.
1: Yeah. It's also the, th- the same thing with, um, oh my God, what's PMI? Is that is that, that's PMI?
0: What the fuck's PMI?
1: Oh my God, it's not PMI. I'm thinking PMS. It's not PMS. Um, <laughs> personal display of PD, P, PD, personal display of affection. PDA. Oh, PDA. Wow, that. Oh my god, somebody's okay. on fire. I, I'm um,
0: happy we were able to come to the same point because I had no fucking clue what you're talking about. I was oh like, my god, PMA. <laughs>
1: PMA. It's like, geez, okay, but yeah, like it's like it's like PDA. Here, mm-hmm. people hold hands everywhere. You see people making out, and nobody cares. Nobody, yeah. cares. nobody cares. Nobody cares. So it's just like it's just like that <laughs> is how it is, and. Like, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to see people, like, loving each other and, like, oh, my God. I just, like, oh, my God. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I'm walking downtown and, like, this couple, like, they're walking and this guy just hugs the girl from behind and she just smiles and they're, like, the happiest, like, catalog commercial right there. And I just love seeing that. But in Canada, it's, like, ew, they just kissed. I just, you oh, know. my God. I can't. You
0: know, people, people are weird. And one of the biggest things with PC culture that I hate is, listen. When we get to a point where you're attacking a comedian for saying a joke that might be offended, don't bitch and complain on social media. Just don't go to a comedy club. If you're the one that's going to be offended by that, or you think that you can't handle it, don't indulge it. Don't, don't, don't put yourself in that position. I just, I still, for the life of me, can't understand why people think that, you know, like, listen, who cares? about hurt feelings. It's going to make somebody stronger. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't think people should just go out of their way to be vicious, but those PC culture people are actually worse than the people who aren't the PC culture. People, they get so mad about this PC culture and then turn around and attack the person in vicious malicious ways that Mm -hmm. don't even warrant the crimes. You know what I mean? Like I can't handle that. I I have a hard time, um, actually one of the podcasts we did, uh, we ended up deleting because I was too concerned about the PC culture, you know, and that's a shitty yeah. spot where the, like expression is getting dulled right down because of it. You know what I mean? So it is, it is, it is definitely a Westernized thing. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, don't I just, don't get me wrong, I, don't,
1: like, I don't know, I, man. I'm like, I just, I'm like not really chill with it. Like when I, I understood about the whole, like, Oh, like, don't like talk about, you know, like. I don't, I don't want to use like rape as an example. Cause that's actually like legit, but you know, like guys hitting on you and stuff like that, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know that people were always like, Oh my God, like that guy keeps staring at me. Just like, you know, like, just ignore it. Like, I don't know here, like people do cat call or whatever, but you just gotta, it's, it sucks to say this. I know like some people are going to get offended by me saying this because, you know, but oh, you got to grow thinking thicker thinking skin. Getting- you just, you just have to grow thicker skin.
0: Well, and you got to also appreciate that, like, by putting up all these boundaries and cutting off all this ability to potentially communicate, things like that, that's what's creating fucking weirdos. Yeah. That's what's doing it. Like, acceptance is great. We want to be accepting, but you don't have the same type of, like, the more secret or things like that, that people have to be about their emotions and feelings, the more mischievous shit they're gonna do in order to feel or fill that hole or gap or need, whatever, right? When you don't have the ability to express the way you feel you need to, that's when shit goes wrong. That's when people get too much inside their heads and do dumb things. But here's the thing,
1: though. Here's the thing that I have to say about this whole, like, expressing yourself. Like, okay, immediately when you said expressing yourself, I thought of, like, Pride Week and stuff like that. It is so small here in Vienna. Like, people not even just in Vienna, like anywhere, really, like a lot of people aren't actually accepting of that kind of stuff still on this side of the world, which is like one thing that I'm like, you know, like I, 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 I understand, but at the same time, it's like, you got to try and accept everybody.
0: Sure. But in the same token too, over there, the whole idea, the only reason it is so big here is because we're trying to make a point of saying we accept if you look at places like San Francisco uh, that have very large gay population, things like that, absolutely. They have their gay village. They have a crazy parade every year, but you don't have the same issues of people like having to announce it all the time and, you know, be way out in your face and throw it down your face. And because the problem with the problem with opening the floodgates to acceptance becomes the issue of like gender neutral or, or people just identifying as whatever the fuck they want, which isn't, right? Because there are genders, sexual preference and gender are completely different.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. You are not defined by your sexual preference. You are defined by your gender. A boy is a boy. A boy can like a boy. And that's cool. There's nothing yeah,
1: fucking, wrong with totally. that.
0: but you are either a boy or a girl. That's it. And, and that conversation is only arise because of how overly accepting the West has become, which again, I'm not saying that I think we should dial that back or necessarily anything like that. This is just the start of everybody trying to figure out what acceptance is here right over there in Europe. Yes. It might not be as predominant or vocal or things like that, but you also don't need it to be because European countries are a lot more loving and accepting and especially open about things like sex and monogamy or not, or you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a difference of a culture completely, right? Like you go to Italy and sex is everywhere. It's always yeah. talked about. Oh, there's there's no, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like it's not like here. It's like we're very Dude. much so like the Middle East Dude. in the sense that,
3: like, freaking oh,
1: Amsterdam, yeah. Amsterdam. Oh, my
3: God. Yes, huge.
1: Amsterdam, the red light district. I That's can't awesome. even. I can't even describe it to you. Like it's no. But here's the thing: is like, it like you say it's awesome, but it's like when you go and you walk through that district, like you see some girls are living it. Like some girls are sitting behind those doors. Like they want you to come in and they want you to have a good time. There's a, there's actually one of the prostitutes that works there. Um, I went through a red light, uh, red light district, like museum and she, they like, they interview her and stuff. And she talks about her experience and she's been doing it for like 15 years. And yeah. And she talks about how much she loves it, but she also talks about like how some of the prostitutes like are there because like their pimps are making them do it and they don't want to do it and stuff. But like, I don't know, walking through like Amsterdam, like it was something that there is accepted and there is not out of the ordinary. It isn't. But when I went there, I was shocked because there are girls sitting, like I couldn't even take pictures because some of those girls are savage, but They were, like, sitting behind the door, like, on their phone, smoking a cigarette, like, not even trying to arouse people to come in because they honestly, they don't want to do it. Like, they just don't. No,
3: absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, like, and I'm sitting there, like, I don't
1: know if, I didn't even know if I wanted to feel bad for them, if I wanted to just accept that that's how it is there. And, like, you kind of do just have to accept the same thing yeah. with like the legalization of marijuana there. Everybody's yes. smoking weed. Like I was shooketh and it's good weed, but like <laughs> everybody was smoking weed. Everybody's like trying the truffles and stuff. Like that's the norm. That's just the norm there.
0: And, and and at first, I'm sure when it was, if it was ever like criminalized or anything like that, I'm not sure if it was there in Amsterdam, they would have the same sort of, you know, essentially turnaround as what like Canada's having with the legalization where you got, you know, everybody split relatively 50, 50, maybe 60, 40 about the legalization and things like that. But it's, it's just, it's the entrance into acceptance, which is not a bad thing. It's just, we need to, we need to tone back the PC culture. We need to tone back the, the irrational, like black and white. Yes. Or no, that's not cool. You can't look at me that way. You're offending me, blah, 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 bullshit. And just go back to kind of like a simpler time of understanding that, you know, you like what you like and that's cool. And I like what I like. And that's cool. As long as yeah. neither one of them are impeding on each other, let yeah. people be people. You know what I mean? That's when we are at a moment and a place of true acceptance. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the worst thing you can do is segregate. And I think by- a, lot of
1: the, a, lot, a lot of the issue too is, actually I was talking about this with Shimon the other day, because we, um, we went to uh, Auschwitz. I posted about it too. I went yeah. to Auschwitz and like, I don't know, like, Back in Canada, I guess we don't have as many, like, memorial areas where – because, I mean, you know, the Holocaust didn't happen over there. It happened in Poland and – well, in, in all of Europe, I guess. Yeah. Um, but Auschwitz itself is in is in Poland, and so yeah. is Birkenau. And honestly, like, being there and walking around, like, some of the people had such – like, they didn't have any respect for what was going on there, and it was because they honestly just didn't understand. Yeah. They just That's didn't exactly understand. The they didn't – they hadn't lived it, and so they don't know. I mean, I made a really big point to, we got there and I put my phone away. I don't need to be texting anybody. I don't need to be calling anybody. I don't need to be taking pictures of anything. Like there were people literally going and having model shoots in front of the memorial of like the death wall, which was literally where they took people and then just shot them in the head. Like, like there were people taking pictures there. And I was like that right there. That to me, I am I am offended by that because that yeah. is just a disrespect of history and a disrespect yeah, of people that suffered complete, this.
2: Yeah,
0: it's completely we should be
1: well, we should be worried happened. about shit like that, not you know, the way a guy looks at you.
0: Yeah, as long as as again, as long as it's within respect. Like if a dude's looking at you and he's like licking his lips and drooling and shit like that, oh, yeah, you no, no, and no, and no, no, like, no, no. Hey, bro, you know, like I'm not interested, so relax, and he keeps pushing, of course, 100 percent fuck totally. you, call after, get your friend to punch him out, whatever. But like, if a dude walks up to you and is like, hey, you know, I I, I think you're really cute. My name's so-and-so, uh, can I buy you a drink? Or, hey, you want to go dance or something like that? And if you're uncomfortable, you should be able to just say like, hey, I, you know, I'm not really here looking for that. Um, let's talk, whatever, cool. And then go from there. And if you feel uncomfortable, oh my god, that, actually, that
1: That actually happened in Poland to Sam, to my friend Sam. We went to... We were in, we were in, uh, in Poland. We were at the, in the main square, just like there. Cause, uh, Simon was doing some advertising for their, for their festival that they were doing at his, at his work. And, yeah. um, and, uh, Sam was standing on the side. I was, I was helping the volunteers with a couple of things. And, um, basically like Sam was just standing there and like this guy, I don't even know where he was from, probably like Germany or something, walked up to her and started talking to her. And she was like, Oh, sorry. Like, I don't I don't speak that language or whatever. And then he was just like, oh, sorry, I speak English. But anyway, I just wanted to say that you're very, very beautiful and that like you have a light about you and whatever. And he just like said those things and she was like, oh, thank you, that's so sweet. And he was like, I'd like to invite you for a drink sometime. And she was like, well, I have a boyfriend, but thank you so much for the offer. Thank you so much for the compliment. Like, I really do appreciate it. And I don't, I feel like that needs to happen more. Like it makes people Absolutely. feel good.
0: Absolutely. Because it's still a compliment. Like when I, when I was in Montreal, I lived in the gay village Um, just to kind of, to, to give an explanation of that. I'm, I'm straight. I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm not bisexual. I have no interest in men. I'm very, very open. I don't have any, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I don't necessarily want to watch like me going to Europe and watching two people make out aggressively on the street would be a little weird for me, culture, whatever. Yeah. but I don't want to see two straight people or two gay people necessarily do that. And that's just a personal preference. But in retrospect, that also doesn't mean I'm going to sit there and hate on it. I used to go to the bar with a lot of my gay friends because majority of my friends were gay there. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the reasons was is because they were super accepting of me and who I was and what I liked and what I disliked. And I used to get hit on, I was in a, a lot better shape than let me tell you, but <laughs>
3: you
0: know, I, I, I used to get hit on all the time. And you know what, at the end of the day, when my, dog comes up to me and you know puts his head on my lap and looks at me in his tail's wagon I'm just petting his head he's just giving me affection right exactly what's the negative to that yeah sure sometimes it's a little bit annoying whatever but you tell the dog to go away and be over it I don't hit the dog because the dog's giving me affection I don't yell at the person who's coming up to me at the bar and being like hey baby you're pretty hot you know want to go dance I'd be like you know what let's totally go dance I'm straight my name's Anthony I'm not really interested but you know let's get to know you <laughs> I, i've made a bunch of friends that way but I, why would i be upset because of the fact that i just got complimented and got affection
1: i mean yeah there, but, but there's there there's the definitely meaning? a difference there's definitely a difference between like a guy coming up to and grabbing your ass like and i've had that happen to me in poland as well like i went i went to get a yeah, coffee from and like some random right gra- guy just like grabbed my butt and i was like well that's not okay
0: yeah. Um, and, th- and that's okay because that's out of your personal zone. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's not, that's not a pass. That's not somebody coming up to you and showing you when I say giving you affection, sorry, I don't necessarily mean with physical contact, physical oh, totally. contact that's unwarranted or, 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 or unwanted is never right. Obviously, you know, if you're falling down and the person reaches out and tries to grab you and they grab you, but it's across your chest and they've accidentally grabbed your boob that's up to you to then be like, okay, I was falling. You know what? This person didn't intentionally mean to do this. We'll let that pass. And then yeah. you generally spark a funny conversation out of that. But if they just walk up to you and grab your ass and like, Hey, I really think you're attractive guy, girl, gay, straight, doesn't matter. That's unwarranted. That's unwelcome. That shouldn't happen because that's just, that's, that's just chauvinistic and and shouldn't be done because you're invading somebody's personal space, but fuck, like, let, huh, I just said, but fuck, but <laughs> let's let's accept the fact that you know what we're attracted to what we're attracted to and that person should be able to express that as long as it's within totally. a respectful way and and the, the moment we can start stepping back to that i think is the moment that the world will you know kind of finalize this transition of being acceptance to or uh uh being acceptant to you know homosexuals uh bisexualism whatever and and become less pc it's this whole pc culture like as a as a as a young father and when i say young i mean of a, of a young girl i'm freaking out man and i'm freaking out predominantly because of the yeah. fact of like i'm really scared to have my daughter you know take dance or do a sport or something and get a fucking participation medal you know what i mean like that sounds stupid and petty but like i don't want my kid to not know about winning or losing. I want my kid to be able to understand that. Okay, cool, sweetheart. You, you lost. Why did you lose? Let's make this a learning experience. Why did you lose? Did you lose because you didn't try very hard and they beat you? Did you lose just because maybe they are better than you and that's okay? Did you lose because it just wasn't your day? Like let's open those lines of communication. But with this hyper PC culture, the problem I have with it is what's going to happen is people are going to teach their kids that competitiveness is not a thing, but the reality of it is that setting these children up to fail because life is competitive. There's yeah, it always, shouldn't, no it shouldn't
1: like, this it. sounds kind of terrible, but like, it shouldn't like, <gasps> It should be, like, you should be allowed to fail, but it shouldn't necessarily be okay. <laughs> Does that, like, that
0: sounds no, kind it, of awful. you it's actually 100% correct. It, you you shouldn't be. I don't know. Be...
1: Like, I don't know how to describe it really, but it's just like, I don't know. My parents were very much like that too. Like, they were like, it's okay to fail, but just yeah. don't.
0: Yeah, it's okay to fail as long as you've put in enough effort that you should have si- You should have won. Do you know what I mean? Because it's it becomes an experience of learning at that point. Because, okay, I did try really, really hard. Why didn't I win? internalize it become better mm-hmm. make something out of the loss whereas with the way the world is going with this hyper pc it's like allowing people to feel comfortable about losing and it's okay and don't worry and there's no winners or losers like what the fuck you know if yeah. you're applying for a job you need to understand that your resume your ability to do interviews need to be well even you as an example you as an actor or an actress pardon me yeah um, you need to understand that there might be somebody out there that's better. So you need to be able to understand what your faults are, or where your weaknesses are so that you can develop them more. Right. Like yeah. And, and even going back to as, as a dancer, if you only turn on your good side, you're not going to be as good as if you turn on both sides or exactly. the to become better on both sides because you just overall become better. And there's going to be losses and things like that, that are going to make you go like, oh, I need to put focus onto this because also, of, like- Yes. To
1: be to be honest with you, I, like, learned that, like, I need to try not to fail. Like, it was, like, it was okay, but, like, try not to. I learned about that being in theater school, honestly. Because you go into an audition and, like, you have to accept that sometimes you fail and just, like, pick yourself back up and see what you did wrong and move on. Because, I mean, like, I don't know.
0: Let's be honest. You probably fail in, in something that competitive. You probably fail more than than succeed.
1: Yeah, you do. And that's the thing is you have to learn to just like learn from your mistakes and keep going. Like maybe you auditioned with a song that isn't actually good in your voice, but you think it is. And it's like not time to change that song. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I was like for me, like sometimes height is an issue. Like sometimes I'm too short for things. Like I was lucky with Disney because like Disney was like, you're tall enough for us. So there was that.
0: Hell, yes. our main mascots are fucking mice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there was that, but at the same time, if they're looking, holy for, shit, like, she's a giant,
0: five foot six. My God, Jesus
1: <laughs> like actually though, there's not a lot of princesses that are that tall. Um, but but yeah, like I don't know, it's just like there's so many there's there's so many things that can go wrong in like the theater industry and stuff, and like we have to realize that if you fail, you just got to get your just you just got to get your shit together and just freaking and go.
2: Yeah, no, because for
1: sure. like. Uh, honestly if not then you're just gonna like be like stuck on this one idea of like oh no I didn't do okay instead of fixing the problem you're just moping around about how you weren't successful the first time you sometimes you just won't be and you need to accept that
0: no it's very very true and 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 it's okay it's okay but just it's totally okay that you learn from it and you excel past it
3: Mm -hmm, right And
0: and that's what I don't like when it comes to that whole concept it's like everybody's making everybody scared to Express why something went wrong, right? Like you can't learn if you can't identify. If you don't know what the issue was or why or what, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm sure now, and you probably would know, acting or the way you're critiqued on your acting now is probably a lot more relaxed and not as much to the point now as what it was three, four years ago. Yeah. They're probably a lot more careful of how they tell you you fucked up or how they tell you you sucked at this part or this
2: part's just not great it really
1: depends on like it depends on who is who's teaching because like we had some really hardcore teachers that would literally say like that sounded like ass let's try again and like sometimes you need to hear that and but like if you get like oh i'm offended or whatever like i don't know i don't know that's that's my opinion on that i just think like i just think that people need to get some thicker skin i think especially when it comes to like bullying and stuff like that too like My brother, my brother was bullied a bit in school and stuff. And I was upset with him because I was like, well, why didn't you like defend yourself? Like, yeah, don't punch him back. Don't insult him. Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you stop him? Why didn't you tell somebody of higher authority?
0: Yeah. I mean, definitely that, that, that field is a little bit harder nowadays because of, social media but, I mean, like you can't get yeah, away to be, from
1: fair, to be fair like my brother's 15 he doesn't have Facebook he doesn't have Instagram he barely uses his phone the only like social media he uses is like PlayStation 4 like to talk to his friends and stuff like that's pretty much it but like I don't know I find like when I was like I'm a very like big mouth I guess and I like to stand out stand up for myself and for other people around me
0: makes sense being an actress
1: think i really really do and like oh my god like one of the things like my brother mariano has down syndrome
0: okay That's, this
1: is another thing about like the norms and accepting it's is like this, that. Is
0: this the, the 15 year old
1: no he's 20 oh shit 20 he's 20 okay. mariano's 20 um but basically when we moved to to vienna like a lot of people don't see kids like him walking around the street so okay, when yeah. I when I would take him to school or when I would pick him up from school and we would be sitting on the tram, people would stare at him because they literally don't know how to function around kids like that.
0: Okay, because it's not... Is it just not as common over there or...?
1: No, I'm... From what I've heard, they just go to specific schools and they okay, just kind of... They situation. kind of hide. They kind of hide mm-hmm. because the parents don't know what to do with them. Mm, that's sad. Which is Which is sad. And, like, we moved here and, like my parents were contemplating moving back because they couldn't find a school or a program for my brother. And then there was one school in particular that was like, we don't have anything for him, but we're going to create a program and we're going to try our very best to create times for him and stuff. So he was originally going to school twice a week. And now this year, he's going three times a week or sometimes four times a week too. Okay. Because not only has this environment helped him, it's helped the people around him to learn to treat everybody with respect no matter what.
0: Which is a good thing. I mean Which is
1: a really, really good it's thing.
0: Never a bad thing coming from respect, right?
1: Totally. Totally. And so like, that's what I've like appreciated from the school and stuff. He's like learned a new emotion, which is crying of joy. Like I took him to a Christmas party and all the kids in the class put together a special gift for him. And he started crying of happiness. And I've never seen him, Like, I've never witnessed him feeling that emotion before. And I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. This is just so beautiful.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so, so he, you said he has Down syndrome?
1: Yeah, he does.
0: Okay. And- has he is he able to vocalize or express you know that he's aware of sort of that negativity or is that still something that
1: mm, sometimes i think yeah,
0: okay.
3: like
1: sometimes i mean okay, well, we've also discovered this new um emotion- well, not emotion i guess but this new feeling he's a very he's a very jealous brother <laughs> um okay. like when he he came to Poland um with my mom and my brother uh last week I think and my aunt who's visiting from Argentina um they went to Poland and like my brother would get jealous of me hanging out with Shimon a little too much and stuff and like Shimon would try and give him attention too because like Shimon knows how to work with these kids um but uh yeah he he would like get kind of jealous and stuff but like he knows everyone's trying to include him he knows that like we're trying our best but if he just doesn't want to because he's not happy he won't no absolutely Um, but they've managed to find like we've we like my parents found him somebody like this this 26 year old guy who is studying nursing here okay. he's originally from uh Germany but he came here to study because why not I guess um it's free so <laughs> he came over here and um and yeah and like they work together like a couple times a week and stuff and like Mariana's was just like so happy like he recognizes that people around him, like, you know, they treat him like a big boy and stuff, but nobody's yeah. mean to him and nobody is malicious or anything like that. So it's, it's great.
0: Yeah, no, I, I hear that. I mean, I've also, I have a, a, a girlfriend of mine whose brother has down syndrome as well. We grew up together through high school and things like that. And, um, the, the thing about them is with a lot of, a lot of people with disabilities, I find, um, and please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, just based on the fact that I don't actually have a family member who is disabled in that way Mm -hmm. but like as long as they're happy and they're living their best life one of the worst things that people can do for them is feel pity or oh
1: my god you're right no that's 100% right
0: because they don't know what it's like to not be disabled so we're comparing it to us but they're not comparing them to us maybe at some points there might be that's why I was asking if they were able to differentiate, you know, and understand if there was that uh, issue, but like, you know, they're living the best life they can live and they're around people who love and care for them. Then like,
1: you know, everybody, everybody just treats him like they want to be treated, which is, I really like. (laughs) Um, But I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I remember, I think I was, I don't even know. I think I was in high school or something and somebody was like, Oh, like your brother Mariano. And I was like, Yeah, he has Down syndrome. And they'd go, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'd go, Why are you saying something like that? Why are you I'm saying amazing. I'm so sorry? I have learned to be a more accepting person and kind of more patient in a way, because like he's a little bit like, you know, he's he's a very gentle person. He's very mm. like slow. He's kinda he reminds me of a sloth a bit. And um, <laughs> like he's a very like slow kind of guy or whatever. And you know, and but it was like, I don't know. He's, he's still, I still treat him like a regular human being. And I was just saying to people like, I've learned to have to be patient with him. I've learned to be accepting and to treat him like a human being because he doesn't want to be treated like a baby when he's 20 years old. He wants to be treated like a big boy.
0: Well, and you know what? At the end of the day too, like you, you, you should treat, like, it's just a disability. It's not, it's not a bad thing. Right. So they should be treated like anybody else. Within their capabilities, it's no different than how you treat a child, right? You're not going well, yeah, exactly. to expect a child to fucking understand full reasoning because their development's not there. Well, it's the same thing with somebody who has a disability. It's just a, it's an understanding of the fact that they don't have maybe the capabilities or the complexity to identify certain things, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, you know what I mean? But again, that's where, like, PC culture, I find, is probably gonna hurt that i feel. Th- i feel growth that the west has had towards um developmental issues i do, or I like do really
1: agree with that too because like he went mm-hmm. to school like monday to friday every single day like he went to hockey on saturdays he worked with somebody on sundays like so i yeah. totally i totally do agree with you on that like here it was like one of those situations where we honestly didn't know what to do because the only programs that they had were for kids with Down syndrome that speak German. Like we went, Mm -hmm. I took him, I took him to a dance performance that they had at one of the theaters here. And it was all Down syndrome kids. And it was like, it was all kids with Down syndrome, but it was, again, it was in German. So like he would have a lot of difficulty with it because he, I don't think he's even like capable of learning a new language. So it's just like, he's just, yeah. So.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, (laughs) other than that, like, (laughs) he's I guess he's doing good he's happy he likes going good. to school so I mean yeah that was another thing about like acceptance I guess that has that's here that's different here than in Canada from what I've yeah, noticed like, you definitely,
0: there's definitely and again that f- falls back to culture so there's definitely things that are going to be way better one place and not so good in another and you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just all a matter of like I guess exposure you know what I mean like a a huge thing is if if like over there, if they're taking people who have mental disabilities and essentially segregating them, naturally people aren't going to know how to deal with it. Whereas here, it's not quite that, that, but then in the same token too, you can go the opposite way. Whereas here, PC culture is becoming really, really strong and you can't go to a bar and necessarily hit on somebody the same way you can there or potentially seek them out. Right. So it's all just culture and acceptance and how much exposure there is and things like that, that will define... The differences between you know what I mean so yeah I
1: totally get it and everyone's just like I don't know everyone's really accepting of everyone here I mean like I don't know we still we still have like a pride and stuff like that it's just not as like I guess big and bold as like Toronto is for example or something mm-hmm. like that but I mean like still everyone's pretty accepting here <laughs> everyone's pretty like easygoing I guess <laughs>
0: yeah for sure for the most part I mean I guess you could say where you go, there's going to be different likes and dislikes around the world so there's going to be times where people aren't going to get along and that's okay as long as totally
2: communicate
0: it right totally but, <clears throat> so since you've been just to kind of get back into the questions since you've been there what is your favorite place that you have visited since you've traveled so much
1: oh my god I honestly <laughs> um okay well I keep going back to Krakow, um, Poland. It's not just because, like, my friends are there (laughs) and because, like, Schimek's there, but, like, It's honestly one of the most beautiful places that I've ever seen. And because of the whole like communism situation, they've been rebuilding the city for only 20 years, which is like a pretty young city.
0: Nothing compared to anything else in Europe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a pretty young city. So they've been repairing things, you know, kind of like revamping everything. And it's, it's, it's so beautiful. I just, I love it so much. Um, But other than that, I went to, I recently went to Greece. Like two weeks ago, I went to Amorgos Island. Um... Um, and like Greece is also so damn beautiful. The water man was so freaking clear. We literally just sat on a beach all day eating feta cheese and drinking liters of wine.
2: Mm. It was
1: like, it was just fantastic. It was absolute paradise. Um,
3: like a good day but, yeah,
1: honestly, like Greece was beautiful to look at. Like just like even staring at the water was just so mesmerizing. It was just so beautiful. Um, and like Krakow again, like, it's just that I just, I really like it there. I really, really do like it there. Um, yeah, those are probably the two most beautiful places. Like, I know I should say somewhere like Italy or something like that too. Italy has a lot of countryside and stuff. But I mean, it's like, it's very similar to what I've seen here in Vienna. And honestly, like Vienna is very beautiful as well. But Mm. I think when it comes to, like... I guess like the buildings and just like my personal attachment to these places, I'd have to say like Greece and Krakow.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah well, i have to say. Especially with like, it's all mountain or sorry, um, like cliffside and yeah. everything's, everything's white and beautiful. And I it's don't mean that. Water. White really beautiful, but yeah, there's water everywhere. And
1: But it's really um, cool because like, like if you're looking at a cliffside, you see like a white, like square house. It's like so. It's like so from the movies, but it's like it's yep. so freaking beautiful. It's so nice to look at. It's just like kind of calming for the brain. It's like you're in a relaxing place. You're you're in a safe place here. Um, <laughs> but I really, it was. It was just so beautiful, and I'd love to go back and visit other places and other islands and stuff like that too. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was gorgeous. I also honestly, I also did really like the Netherlands. I also yep. went when it was like kind of fall time, so it was like beautiful temperature and it was like my favorite season and like it was sunny and it was great I really really liked Amsterdam as well
2: oh, that's um, awesome. yeah, yeah. Amsterdam's
0: good. my sister was just up there for uh I think it was two maybe three weeks
1: back okay. in
0: March she went up with um a couple of our cousins uh and they had a blast they they Wait, really, I really, was really
1: there in them. March too I think
0: yeah yeah well they you guys may have she was the the, the drunken stone girl that was pretty much rolling around on, uh, on bicycles all the totally,
1: time. Totally, totally <laughs> probably ran into her. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, that one, right.
1: Uh, that one, literally everyone is doing that in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> like,
0: The other birds in there. But yeah, no, she, she loved it there. She, Amsterdam was uh, a phenomenal place and just very progressive in, in views and acceptance and all that Everyone's jazz. Everyone's
1: super kind. Everyone's super yeah. kind there.
0: Well, and you know what? That's that's what is going to make the world good. <laughs> as long as everybody's kind to each other and Honestly, we love each other. Honestly, if everybody we just out.
1: smoked weed, we, it would be a happier place for everybody, this this world. Yeah. Well, Everybody you look would at, smoke weed and we wouldn't pollute anymore. We would all just want to hug each other. And yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely agree. It agreed.
1: would be so much better, but alas. Like, my parents so, are, like, huge, like, non-supporters of weed, so they're probably going to kill me if they hear this, but.
0: <laughs> ah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know what? It's it's all experiences, and it's not like you're going out and dropping acid like they probably <laughs> did. Um, <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, for mom, sure. dad. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, so to so follow up with that, so and I'm just gonna say his name like Simon because I don't want to
1: keep. Yeah, yeah, names. yeah. Simon's fine.
0: Um, um, now, you guys are in a relationship, dating? Are you? Are you? Friends? <laughs> like
2: how's
1: that work? Yeah, it's a little complicated, I guess. Like we're we're okay. friends, we're we're seeing each other sort of. Like there's no okay, relationship, so, necessarily. So, 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 like there's okay. no there's there's no title on it, but we're just like testing the waters, I guess you could say. Yeah, you
0: guys are spending time together. You're you're seeing each other. You're Yeah, you're... we're
1: we're yeah, we're seeing each other. We're spending time together.
0: You're lots a man and a woman who find each other attractive and potentially sometimes maybe sleep in the same bed and you know, <laughs> occasionally look up at the sunlight or the, the moonlight and, and think, wow, this is beautiful. And then kiss and, and then go gross boys and then move on, you know, like that sort of
1: thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've met like a lot, a lot of, a lot of his friends are my friends now, I guess. And okay, cool. like, I'm really, I'm pretty close to this sister and like, yeah. and okay. So yeah, we're just, we're just, seeing each other I guess just testing the waters taking it easy
0: yeah, yeah I like that seeing each other that's how it was when I was a kid you you had you had dating which was like you're committed and that's it and that's all and you know that's life and you're gonna get married and stupid shit like that and oh then, then there was god. like going, then there was like going steady which was essentially seeing each other or oh you know, my god like in the
1: and, sims you know. in the sims too you can go steady with people
0: yeah so going steady is like you know you're you're like you said, yeah. testing the waters, you know, spending time with this person, you're not necessarily labeled or whatever. That's, yeah, I think I, that's, that's,
1: that's, that's probably the mean. best way to describe it. Like, sure. We like sometimes kiss maybe, um, just, <laughs> and whatever. And Sorry, we, like, sometimes, sometimes travel <laughs> on vacation together to Greece. Um, these beautiful the same
2: never,
0: never hold hands. Cause that's gross
1: no i love holding hands i love it (laughs) um no but yeah we're just we're just like we're you know like we're we're very we're still very close people like i like he's probably like one of my best friends like he knows a lot of stuff about me and and i know a lot about him and stuff and we're like pretty like open to talking about random shit so it's like it's fun it's good
0: good. conversation right i mean that's that's what makes the world go round Can can you tell me a little bit about him you were telling me uh that he he's a musician
1: yeah so he writes and composes his music like his own music and he like has a couple songs on itunes with bunga band which is b-u-n-g-a-b-a-n-d bunga band um they have a couple of songs and he's coming up with a new with a couple new projects like this new one with this girl ashka that i met through him as well she's super fucking dope i love her um and uh, they have a project coming up called Y-O-Y. He has another project coming up, which I'm actually not sure of the name. Um, yes. But, yeah, he's basically, like, doing a bunch of things. He's, like, writing lots of music and composing lots of music. And we're hoping to um, practice a song together and maybe sing it sometime. I love um, it. I love but, it. yeah, he's, he's a performer. And, yeah, he's... He's great. He's really cool. cool. And
0: and, and, uh, would he, do you think, mind if you were to shamelessly plug his social media so people could potentially follow, listen?
1: Oh, sure. Totally. I mean, if people just want to go on YouTube and search up Shimon Wiedenbach, just type in S-Z-Y-M-O-N space W-Y-R-E-M-B-A-C. Shimon Virembach, and he has, oh, my God, okay, you guys, everybody needs to search this. Um, He has a video of him when he was, like, 11, Um, and he did, like, this, like, contest at this huge, like, stage, and he sang Elvis, Blue Suede Shoes, and, oh, my God, he was such a little baby, so freaking cute, but it sounds... Oh my God. He did it all. He did all of it. (laughs) He did it all. And I always want to show people that it's so, Oh my God. It's such a fucking, it's so cute. It's such a cute video. And it's just, he's just adorable. And he still does it. Like I actually shared him doing like two, um, songs on my Instagram. So if people go follow me on there, they'll also Mm -hmm. see it on my 365 challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll
0: I'll, also also find his YouTube channel and I'll plug it in the, the show notes, like the, uh,
1: Description: yeah, as well. Dope, that would be great. That would be great. Um, but yeah, basically, like you can get his stuff on iTunes, you can see it on YouTube. That's but that's what he does, and um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's like super talented. Like, I don't think I've ever really met anyone as talented as him. Like, it's just pure talent because he's been doing it for such a long time, and like he has so much proof that he's been doing it such a long time, too. Yeah, and yeah. Just, like
0: just pure passion as well right when you yeah when you, find somebody who, you know there's natural talent there's learned there's learned talent there's there's trained talent however you want to look at it but when you have somebody that's just so in into that it becomes what they eat breathe sleep with you know what i mean and, and it, it shines through because they have the ability to pick up a guitar at any time and just play yeah. or like he's crazy
1: room. he's crazy on the guitar man like it literally like I'm shook he is crazy on the freaking guitar like he that he makes that guitar his bitch like I'm not kidding you
3: bass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and but but yeah no no no. I'm 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 very very proud of him he's he's going to be very very successful one day nice. I mean he already is like to be honest he's already really successful but he's gonna be hopefully one day he'll be a very big name Awesome. Because I I just, I really want to share his music. I really, really do like his music a lot. So, yeah.
0: That's awesome. And does he, uh, so since you guys are just essentially seeing each other, testing the waters, whatever, how, how, because you're you're moving to London for the semester, right? Yeah. How, how's that going to go?
1: I mean, we talked about it and we're (laughs) just going to go with the flow, I guess. Like I'm a super easygoing person and Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I don't really like want to say it's like long distance or anything. And I know that he probably doesn't want me to say that either, but I mean, (laughs) like it's not an easy, it's not going to be an easy thing. I mean, I'm also leaving a bunch of friends behind here in Vienna and I'm also leaving my family behind, but I mean, I have so many days off of school that like, I don't know. Like I told him, like I told him he can come visit me whenever, like my door is open. My arms are open. Um, he can come visit me whenever, whenever I have time, I'll go visit. It's super like, dude, it literally costs me 15 Euro to fly from London to see him.
0: Yeah. That's fucked up. That's, that's, and that within itself is like such an amazing part about Europe and that, um, that area, like, I live, I'm from London, Ontario, like I mentioned a little earlier. And, you know, it's $200, $300 each way to fly back to London from Ottawa. It's only a fucking six hour drive. You know what I mean? Or I have to then do a six hour drive, which also in itself sucks. So yeah. having the ability to do that for that cheap, you know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. There's no reason why
3: you couldn't yeah. see
1: each
0: other. Like,
3: but it's whenever. also
1: like... It's also, like, we didn't want to even talk about it, really, because it's basically what we've been doing for the past four months, you know? Like, I'll, like, randomly take a plane to Warsaw, and then from there take a train down to see him for, like, a day or whatever. Or Like, he at one point drove to Vienna and just, like, spent the night here, and then we drove back to Krakow for the week. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And then from there, um, I think I flew to Prague to visit my family, because my family was in Prague, and so then I stayed with them from there. And it was okay. super cheap. Like it was all super cheap.
3: Yeah, for sure.
1: And it was just and it's really easy. So I don't know, like he like I don't know, we were talking about it and stuff. We're just gonna go with the flow because like he's also really, really busy with work and gigs every weekend and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm I'm going back to back to Poland in like two weeks to see him, and then I might even fly out from there. So like that's dope. But then also in October I'm going back because one of his the the singer that he's singing with Ashka, um she uh, invited me to this birthday party that they're having on a weekend in October, so I'm probably gonna fly out there for them because nice. it's super cheap for me to fly there.
0: Nice, that's awesome. So
1: I'll probably I'll probably do that, and then um, and then yeah, my November's open, but then like I have a huge break from December seventh to January seventh, and then I have three weeks between March and April, so I'm probably I don't know, like my parents are like, hey, like if you want, you can go to Canada in December, so I'm like thinking about it and we will see um maybe maybe i'll go for like a week or something just to catch up with people at the beginning of the of the break yeah yeah um and then i'll go back to london most likely and then maybe i don't know maybe from there i'll go to poland for a few days or something or maybe i'll just stay in london maybe i'll go somewhere else i don't know (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, <do something. laughs> so one I'll do something one, one final question to end off sort of this uh little Q&A section um I have to know what is like what do you miss most about Canada like uh, or, oh being, or like <clears throat> and and that can be a that can be a broad question that can be a very direct question depends on how you want to to answer
1: beaver tails <laughs> i'm not even joking Beaver Tales.
0: <laughs> none of you people that i used to hang out with go fuck yourself i will take a beaver tail over you at any moment
1: <laughs> well i mean like okay here's the thing i told like at the beginning of this like huge call or whatever like i told you like we would get we would kind of get into the whole like friends thing yeah um when i moved to vienna yeah. I realized who my friends were because I realized who would actually make time to talk to me. Definitely. Like we are a six hour difference. Yes, we are. And like sometimes mm-hmm. like my, my best friend, Becca, she, I know she works Monday to Friday and then like, she works like two jobs. Like it's like, it's tough for her.
3: Of course.
1: She's like working a shit ton of jobs. Like she has a boyfriend, like she has family and whatever. But whenever she's free or bored on the weekends, she does not hesitate to call me.
3: Okay, I get And you. we just
1: FaceTime for, like, an hour and a half, and we talk about things as if nothing has ever changed.
0: Which is a good – And tr- then,
1: like – Yeah, and then – Which is really, really good. And then, like, I have other friends that, yeah, they're there, and, like, I will sometimes drunk text them and – or drunk call them or something, and they're always like, oh, I'm working. Can I call you later? And they never call me, and then, like – and I have people who who Snapchat me. Sometimes I have random messages on Facebook of people being like, I miss you or whatever. But mm-hmm. like you when when I moved, I realized who really gives a shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> like I it, realized true. I realized who actually <clears throat> wants to put effort into this. Yeah. Like who really wants to do because this is a long distance relationship, this Within with like me and my friends. Things. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, like, and it, it's, it's tough too, because like, it comes down to the point of like, you obviously don't want to be calling that person or them calling you every single day because you, you, you will run out of things to talk about. You'll have, it will become mundane. You know, you'll lose sort of the interest. So it's definitely good to have some distance or some space, but like, you know, a friend is a friend. And I mean, even for myself when I moved from London to Montreal and then Montreal to Ottawa, Same thing. Like I lost touch with 90% of the people who I almost hung out with.
1: Exactly. Every
0: single day. Now that's not entirely all their fault. You know, life changed. We went in different directions, you know, especially now that I have a kid I talk to very minimal people. that's one of the reasons why we do the podcast is so I can interact with adults. Um, But the idea is, you know, a real friend is going to be able to pick up the phone, give you a shout, not have spoken to you for two months or whatever. And, Hey man, what's going on? Or hey lady, what's going on? And it just flow and be good and you know. Yeah,
3: like
1: I mean I don't know. Be. Like I I truly like I truly love and care about everybody that's back in Canada and stuff. And but like it's just like when you lose contact, it's like what do you want me to say? You know? Like I'm I'm that person that will randomly message people. I mean it's probably also because, like the majority of the time I'm like sitting around on my ass doing nothing. So like sure I'll message people and whatever. Like my, like this girl Ally like. Like we started talking because she wanted to audition for my school and she needed my help. And so I helped her and then boom, like we became really good friends. And that's also because like, she'll randomly text me being like, Hey, just want to say that like, I miss you, even though we haven't talked in like 24 hours, which is like nothing. So I don't know. Like we're sitting here like, (laughs) (laughs)
2: like
1: at the same time, at the same time, I've moved here and I've made such amazing friends. Like, like because of Shimon, like I, Honestly, I care about him so so much. Like he means so much to me. He means the world to me. But at the same time, because of him I've met a lot of people that also I have like I've like some of his friends from he, that from times that he's known for like forever. Yeah. Like they're also like they mean so much to me and I haven't even known them that much time, but that's because they actually like go out of their way to send me a message and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah,
3: yeah, of course. Like, they, like they his really best can, right?
1: his yeah, his best friend's girlfriend messaged me yesterday because she knew I came back from Poland yesterday. And I was like, I was really sad. Like I spent three weeks with Shimon and his friends and stuff. And then I had to say goodbye to everybody. It's like, it's kind of sad. Sure. And like, I love and respect her so much. She messaged, she messaged me and she was like, hey, like, did you make it home all right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. And she was like, so how are you feeling? How How is everything? And even today, again, like she messaged me to ask me how I was doing and stuff, you know, like I just, I love that so much. Like I, I don't, there's just so many good people out there too that are willing to like put in the effort and stuff. So it's just like, I've realized, I've realized my worth, I think is what it is
2: okay that's good like, I mean, to, that's to certain weird. people
1: I've realized my worth my worth to certain people when no, people send messages thing bad
0: too right I mean it gives you a perspective on where you stand so
1: well and I want to feel bad when I say it too because like I know exactly like the people that I'm thinking of when I'm saying like oh people that never spoke to me again and whatever like people that I was so so close to before I left and then now I don't even talk to them ever because like I've stopped putting in the effort. Like it's, it's, I don't want to sound like, oh, I'm the one who's saving this friendship, but it's kind of yeah. true. Like I stopped, mm. I stopped putting in the effort. And so the relationship has just deteriorated and that's just, that's the truth of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's no, there's no denying that. I mean, if, if the two parties aren't putting in relative equal amounts, it's, it's going to dissolve, right? I mean, it's normal.
1: Exactly. I have a so, best, I know. I have a best be... friend
0: here, Matt Racy. Um, we've been friends since, Jesus Christ, um, over half our lives, at least 15, if not 20 years. Well, how long am I? I'm 33. We went to public school together. Yeah. So I, I, I've known this guy for t- easily 20 plus years. And we, we, when I moved from London to, to Montreal, we lost track. Yeah. Uh, he was out, out West doing work and whatever. So we weren't keeping as much contact. And then yeah. when I moved from Ottawa or from Montreal back to Ottawa or not back to but to Ottawa you know we hooked up hanged out or hanged out holy fuck hung out a couple of times and hanged out (laughs) yeah hanged out (laughs) rock out
1: English is is really good today
0: (laughs) yeah yeah well and like you I've I've had three four coffees already so my my brain is not able to keep up or sorry my mouth is not able to keep up with my brain but um
1: wow it's, it's it's still going really well
0: Yes, no, well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> you, get, you have severe ADD ADHD. Just being able to talk very very quickly, but um, yeah, no, we we met up, hung out a few times, and it was like we didn't miss a beat. And then literally the fucking guy moved to Ottawa, and we lived together for three and a half years, and then I moved out with uh, my fiance and um, actually in with my my buddy McGill, who's the co host of this here podcast. And, uh, we ended up, we ended up, uh, living probably about three years apart where we barely spoke in over the last six, seven months. Now, part of that's because I had kids, things like that, but still to this day, I don't see him as often as, as I would like to, and vice versa. But this day we, we pick up the phone, we call each other and you know, we, it's, it's like it never stopped. It's like, it's never missed a beat. You know, he's still one of my best friends. He's still what I consider a brother. And, you know, it's nice to know that you have that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then there's other people who I was at, at the time when we were younger, closer to than him and fuck, we don't even acknowledge each other anymore. Right. And, and it goes on both sides, right. It's as much me as it is them. And you know, you learn to, I mean,
1: that's the thing, but like, I wish I could say the same, but it kind of isn't because like, mm-hmm. I literally put so much effort into friendships like I've already I've told like so many people this like when it comes to friendships or when it comes to relationships I put myself out there like I'm I work for it yeah well I just think like you you've worked so hard to build such relationships with people for them to just like walk away I just think that's bullshit like
0: yeah well I don't believe that your friends are family too right it should
1: be yeah like it should be 50 50 like I don't know (laughs) No, this like it, it's just it it kind of gets to me when like I've messaged people on Facebook and they're like, Whoa, haven't heard from you in a while. And I'm like, I've messaged you so many times and you just don't respond to any of my messages. Yeah,
0: you see this thing I just did, yeah, you can do it too.
1: <laughs> like I never I like I rarely get a message from somebody saying, Hey, wanna FaceTime? Like literally the only person who said that is Shimon. <laughs> like And like, Anthony. And you, and, and like, my only, family. We,
3: we only very little know each other. Right?
1: Actually, I wanted to say that. We have actually been talking a lot since I've moved, yeah. and we only met once in person. Yeah. But like, I, I we actually, feel... like, you are probably one of those people that, like, actually randomly messages me on Facebook and, like, puts in an effort to talk to me. And, like, oh, we don't do. even really know each other. Yeah,
0: but I also think you're a very interesting person, and I think that... uh uh, I was gonna say emotionally. That's not the word I want to use, but like <laughs> philosophically, maybe I don't know. I feel we have fairly similar likes and dislikes. We're both artists. Well, you're still an active artist. I'm an old fat retired artist. Uh, but I mean, you know, the- you have
1: a kid. Okay, the kid is more important. She's oh, yeah. she's an angel from from Earth. Yes, we must feed her.
0: I just physically can't do it either because I'm fat and broken
1: Jesus. Um,
0: <laughs> you can tell i'm real creative, I, I just like to make fun of myself because i was raised if you can't make fun of yourself you can't make fun of anybody else so and i like to make fun of other people as well so,
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I've gotta do this
0: gotta get him a daily dose of self scrutinization uh <laughs> but uh no but I, I i i'm like you in the sense that i also believe that you know it, it's it's a relationship it's effort it doesn't matter whether you're with the person without the person whether you're sleeping with the person or whether you're just friends guy girl dog it doesn't matter it's about the effort to put into it and it is it is a relationship that should be as 50 50 as possible I mean obviously circumstance will you know outweigh some things and push it from side to side but yeah I mean I think that you know just based off of like your experiences, that's part of the thing that makes you very interesting to me, right? You living a life that I'm not, and and you know we can exchange those interactions and and learn from each other and 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 have a friendship in in that same. Moment. I totally,
1: I totally agree with you. I think that you can learn something from everybody, and I think that that's kind of a mindset that I set for myself when I actually moved to Austria. I was before making assumptions like oh, this guy looks creepy. I'm not going to meet him from Tinder or whatever. Before making assumptions like that, I would just straight up be like, okay, you can learn something from everybody before assuming you're going to hate this person. Try. Try being their friend. Try to get to know them. Try to like them. And try to, like, figure out if you have some things in common. You know, like, it's just, you never, you really never know until you try with anything. With anything. I'm being so freaking with anything. You never know until you try. I'm like no, such please. a huge like advocate to that. You never know. till so you try and it's just, I don't know. Well, like, and you, just...
0: you got you to put yourself out there, I believe to, um, in such a way that you, what's the word, what's the word I want to use? You got to put yourself out there to potentially see if you're going to be even be interested or like it or whatever. Right. So you have to put some some of you on the line to be a friend or to be in a relationship or, but that's how you should live your entire life. Right. There's enough of you to go around and to, to have those experiences and learn and things like that, but you have to put yourself Mm -hmm. right. If you're not going to, then you'll be lonely and sit at home and have a boring fucking thing.
1: Yeah. That's why I think that it was like, kind of, it was really in my favor that I'm a super outgoing person too. When I moved here because otherwise I feel like I wouldn't have been able to make, make friends as easily.
0: Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. Well, like, even even for myself, like that's why I was asking that question. Earlier, is because I wouldn't know how. I don't think I would have ever been so successful, or as as successful as you were with making friends. Um, if I were in the same circumstance or situation, just because you know, being a little bit older, disconnected, not so much involved. Even though I'm a very outgoing person, I just don't think I would have necessarily been able to do that. So it's definitely yeah. something to be proud of yourself with because you know, you're living air quote, your best life, um, by, you know, being out there and experiencing and sharing and
1: yeah. And, and- I've been, I've been so lucky with that kind of thing. Cause my parents like gra- growing up with such an interesting background, I think as well, like my dad is kind of like quiet at first, but then when you people get to know him, he's like the funniest person in the room. Like he's just like, he's just so great. And he's just like, so genuinely kind as well. And then my mom is like, she's really good at kind of like, getting into people's heads and like finding out their entire life story in like five minutes. Um, And so I think that like, it was because of being raised by them as well, like them as human beings, I think like they have really helped me be who I am. And I like, I'm so thankful for that too. Like they've let me travel the world and it's just, it's been great. Like they've been very, very supportive of me traveling and stuff. So Mm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been great. It's been it's been pretty pretty dope. I'm super thankful for that. I think that yeah. That's like, a, good a lot experience. of
0: people... you have been lucky to have that, and you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're also well, I don't I don't even
1: really I don't want to take advantage of it either. Like this thing no. with London, like the school that I'm going to is like one of the top acting schools in everywhere really in the world like yeah, yeah. it is and it's just like and i'm going for my masters i don't even have my bachelors but i have the right credits so they were like great we'll give you your masters and i get to perform at the globe theater which is one of the biggest awesome. fucking theaters in the entire world like so many people in the theater industry know what that is they know what the like anybody really knows what the globe theater is and it's like that's where we do shakespeare and shit and like You know, I just, I don't, I feel so lucky and so grateful. I don't want to pass up this opportunity um, at all. And I want to share it with people. Absolutely. So
0: that's a great option. Well, did you want to, um, move over into the weekly wrap up or did you want to just skip weekly wrap up and go into, would you rather?
1: Oh my God. Um, Sure, we can do weekly wrap-up. I don't remember the thing. Um, What was (laughs)
0: it?
1: Weekly
3: wrap-up. The
0: news you care about. Brought to you by the Together Not Together co-founders featuring Phoebe. Time for some news. We did it. Success.
1: Nailed it. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Now you can always just copy it onto the next ones.
3: Yes. super excited <laughs> to be
1: featured
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah at the end I just have to put in credits vocals done by <laughs> so um, by Freebus. yeah so essentially what it is with the weekly wrap-up we quickly just go over what our weeks have been like um what we did what we didn't do what we like to do wait what does it
1: count as the beginning of the week because it's Monday today so
0: whatever the last seven days
1: Oh, I'm gonna cry. Okay, sure. Okay,
0: um, it's a conversational podcast that.
1: Does... Wait, I have a question. Can I talk I about it. drugs or? Uh, yeah, you Can we? Can we possibly? I'll, I'll say it and then we can just bleep them out later because I don't know if I want to share that I did these drugs.
0: Okay, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, That's... I'll
1: just, I'll just, I'll invent a new name for them. I will invent a new name for them.
0: Okay. Um, that's cool. I'll try and figure out what the, how the fuck everybody else is gonna know what's going on, but <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. You have a great. conversation about skittles and people are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> 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 I think that's cocaine. I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the red skittles, the blue skittles, no. <laughs> oh
0: um,
3: my God, no. I, yeah, won't, so... I won't even
1: bring it up. I won't even bring it up. I'll just say I was drunk, and then people will just get confused and not know when I was on something or when I was drunk. I was
0: that's it. Ta-da. You can just say substance. So I was on a... Oh I, my God, was
1: exactly. Boom. There I did a substance.
0: Figure it out. But let, let, let their minds paint a picture for them. The,
1: oh my God, the, with other substances. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Of podcasting. You have to develop <laughs> a story with your mouth. Um, <laughs> <to> <laughs> paint a picture with your mouth. Um, so for me personally, I, uh, I didn't get up to a huge amount this week. Um, I did have... A very monumental moment in a fatherhood this week, which I'm very, very happy about. Um, Actually, it happened last night. Uh, Lillian, my daughter, um, she was sitting with me eating dinner. Um, We finished off our dinner just watching. uh, What did you guys eat? We had um, slow cooked. No, not slow cooked. uh, Instapot. Do you know what that is? I oh I and, do. And oh, that that fucking,
3: new? Like, it's that cool invention things. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah yeah, 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 Everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. So we did chicken oh, breast in that last night. It takes like fucking ten minutes. Like it's ridiculous. Like, you. Oh my god, I'm getting so food. hungry. Oh my god, trust me. Uh <laughs> yeah, it's almost, it's almost dinner time for you. But um the we did that, we ate that, we had noodles, we had some salad, you know, really wholesome family meal. Uh Chantel and I finished Lily wanted some more noodles so I brought him over to her we sat down on the couch her and I were just like watching YouTube or something silly I don't remember what. we Mm -hmm. tend to to, like finish dinner with either fucking around or you know watching TV or something like that just get her to (laughs) part a little bit more energy so that you know she passes out well she literally laid down on my lap I was rubbing her head which is normal we do that we cuddle quite a bit but then she like sat up and smiled at me and like climbed up into my arms and put her head down and within oh. moments was asleep. And I didn't really realize at first, but I I didn't expect her to do anything but give me a hug because it's not very common. So I didn't really reposition myself. And I was in a super fucking awkward, like half upright, half leaning position. And okay. with my own 230 pounds, it's kind of uncomfortable, but adding another 35, 40 pounds from her, uh, made it even more uncomfortable, but I didn't want to move because. Oh my God. No it was problems. like, it's like
1: people with cats.
0: Yeah. Like she'd now just like fallen asleep in my arms. And I was like sitting there like, Oh my God, this is so cute. Blah, blah, blah. So I ended up saying like that for about 15 minutes. Then finally I couldn't do it anymore. Cause I felt like my back was going to break. So I got up and it was cute because I brought her upstairs to bed and I just like ever so slightly laid her down. And as soon as her head touched the pillow, she's like, I don't want it. And she rolled over and. <clears throat> My, yeah, my little three-year-old snores. It's the cutest thing ever.
3: so freaking cute. Yeah, yeah.
0: So there's that. And then um, I, earlier, earlier on last week, since we're doing the last seven days, I was able to go out and uh, do some drone footage with a friend of mine. Um, oh, dope. Yeah, which was really cool. And I was doing the drone footage because his old bandmate, Lead Singer, is running for the, the ridings here in Orleans. Uh, so he wanted to do sort of like a YouTube internet video uh, and they needed somebody with a drone. So I, I volunteered. I was like, oh, sweet, let's do it. You know, which is cool because I got to reconnect with uh, him. His name's Jason Watts. Shout out to Jason Watts. Um, I may or may not believe that cause I don't know if I should use his name or not, but anyways, <laughs> um, which was cool. Cause we used to work together and over the last couple of years, we've lost touch just because of life and we no longer work together and he's in school everyone's
1: for, busy all the time well yeah so. and he's
0: in school for music as well so he's getting his uh his teaching degree so he's gonna do history and music mm. um, which is a really good combo so he'll be able to work very easily i uh, won't have to travel too too much to find a job teaching but that was cool and then outside of that i pretty much just essentially did work and got drunk and We did the podcast last Saturday, but we had an issue with our mics. So like it was was Mark Dunlop, McGill, myself and Chantel. We were doing our first funky bunch. Yeah. We were doing our first four man podcast. It was gonna be really, really cool. Um, It was another three and a half hour long podcast, but our mics, like Chantel and I, our mics were fucked up. So you could barely hear us. You can only pick up the residual the other mic so we ended up not posting it so I'm sorry everybody
1: well you um, guys were the funky bunch you'll be able to like get back together and do it again oh yeah
0: absolutely 100% it just it was a bummer because it was a really good podcast we had a Aww. lot of fun doing it it was a very goofy dumb you know
2: goofy. Stupid,
0: yeah like it was it was <laughs> it was very very much like just us sitting around a table having a conversation recording it you know what I mean
1: yeah
0: which was really really cool so Which is what
1: you do always with these people, so it's like...
0: Essentially, yeah. It's what what I do normally. It's the foursome. Yeah, well, not so much foursome, because there was only one girl, and I don't know how
1: comfortable... I mean, you guys are the funky four. Oh,
0: gotcha. Sorry, I went right to sex. My apologies. Um,
1: (laughs) Get uh, your head out of (laughs) the
0: gutter. It's not even so much like I'd be freaked out by the fact that she's my fiance and someone else is having sex with her. Like, whatever. That's cool. I'm pretty open about that shit, but... Three guys and her? I don't know.
3: <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> yeah. how was your week? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I I got back from paradise with Shimoke on Sunday. Okay. Um, so that was a really sad day.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, we got back from paradise, and uh, his friends picked us up from the airport, and we went to Krakow. My family came from Vienna, like my mom, my brothers, and my aunts came to visit my dad was in a he's on a business trip in israel or something like that i think um so yeah he was gone but they came to visit and then i did a substance that evening that was wow um and then the next day we woke up bright and early
0: that drives me nuts can you just message me so i know what you're talking about because
1: oh my god yes uh, i I can i will i want
0: to play along too because um I i don't know how everybody else is gonna be like what the fuck is she talking about
1: Oh, oh wait, nice. wrong. Um, the second thing I sent you was incorrect. It's not okay. that. It's, okay. uh, how do you spell this word? There. Okay, I yeah. think that's how you spell it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Right so so yeah, we did a. I did a fun substance, and then I um. Yeah, and then the next morning we got up bright and early. Yeah. And
3: fucking we went right. to the.
1: We we uh, went to the salt mines, which are like freaking huge in Krakow. We had to descend like sixty meters of stairs. They they were like, "We're not gonna take the elevator. Let's walk." So we
0: yeah. I can't I can't feel feelings right now. What the fuck?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and like Jesus, it was it was great. Um, So yeah, we descended the sixty stairs uh, into nothingness and just salt. (laughs) <laughs> and then the next day, the next day, my family left. And so Shimon and I um, actually, wait, go back to salt mines that evening. We did another substance. And then um, the same thing happened on the next day. Um, we, like, spent the, pretty much, like, the whole morning with my family and stuff. And then we just walked around and stuff a bit. And then we decided we wanted to have McDonald's. Um, and so we went home, had a little dinner date of McDonald's, got kind of drunk, and then watched a movie. Um, and then the next day, which I think it was, it was Wednesday, we went to the Botanical Gardens, which was also so beautiful, Mm -hmm. did a substance went to sleep. The next day we went to (laughs) Auschwitz. (laughs) The next day we went to Auschwitz, which was like, really, really difficult. Really, it was really, wow, like, pulling up to Birkenau, like, it was shocking. I, it was... And, you get and, an
0: interesting day like you just it was get an out.
1: amazingly amazingly huge property of just yeah. houses we walked through the gas chambers and stuff too which was really tough yeah um yeah, yeah. and i learned a lot that i actually didn't know about and no, that's because
0: 99 percent of people that go there right like you were saying there's a lot of people that go yeah. there just for the sake of like oh we're close let's go but they don't really know a lot of people don't know what happened there what truly truly happened there and you
1: know, yeah. Um, and so I don't, yeah, it was, it was really, it was tough, but it was like, I, I liked being able to experience that, I guess. Like I felt a sadness and I felt there were so many times when I was on the verge of tears and like, I felt sick to my stomach because of the things that were happening, but I needed to experience that because I did not know like the severity of it until I actually went there and like, felt no, it.
0: well, that's it. And yeah. like I said, it, it, it a, a very heavy somber energy hangs over that place yeah. I mean, with some of the yeah. horrible horrific things that were done there but in the same token too out of that comes you know prosperity and happiness and you know exactly yeah community.
1: and so yeah and then on the Friday we just like pretty much slept in all day and then Shimon took me on a little date night we went out for dinner no, and then he
0: was- has anybody ever <laughs> done that Whatever you say is day, and they're like, "Shamoun, <laughs> oh
1: my god, no,
0: <laughs> You gotta get him to do. a uh, fucking, oh Michael Jackson,
1: he's yeah. gonna love that. Okay, I'll get him to record <laughs> Michael Jackson or something, and I'll like send it to you. I'll like personally message
0: you.
1: Oh my god, he's gonna love that. He's gonna he's gonna listen to this podcast for sure. So he's gonna love that. Um, but but yeah, so he took me on a little date night. We went out for dinner, and then we um he took me. It was like a surprise, and we went to like the premiere of the movie Beast and it was so good. It was it was an awesome movie. It was really really good. I mean, there were a couple of like plot things that I could have like argued against, but it was great. And what then the next and then also have done Beast. It's yeah. basically about a girl who is like super like into her family and shit like that. And then she meets a guy and he kind of brings her wild side out and then it turns out that like you know, he was a murderer or something like that. And then yeah, it's it's a really interesting movie. I really liked it.
0: Is it is it english
1: it wasn't english it was and it had Mm -hmm. polish subtitles because it was the premiere Mm -hmm. Okay. yeah and it's yeah it's like a british film as well so it's like but it's one of it's won a couple of awards and stuff but it was like it wasn't a funny movie or anything it was it it was it was pretty it was kind of thriller-y i guess but there wasn't any like jump scares or anything yeah um and then so yeah so we did that and then consumed substance and then um the next day uh he got a call to (laughs) perform at a wedding and it was Mm -hmm. cool because the wedding that he performed at with with Ashka um it was a wedding in his in like a place that was like next to his hometown Mm -hmm. and um and it was a guy from Chicago and a girl from Poland and she was in Chicago was she was super drunk and then she met this guy and then a couple I don't know if it was like a year and a half or something the bride was super drunk when she was talking to me so I kind of don't really know what was happening. And she kept giving me bottles of wine and she was like, drink, drink. <laughs> and so I was having a blast, but they so like, they sang at a wedding and it was, it was amazing. And then the next day he had another, another gig. And um, I went to watch, it was at an amphitheater and it was freezing. It was like 15 degrees outside. Um, it was at an amphitheater. And I posted about that on my Instagram story too. He was singing Elvis and it was just, oh, it was fucking, it was awesome. It was, it gave me life. It was awesome. <laughs> And then yesterday I left Poland, so it was a sad day for everybody. But it's it's fine. How many
0: McLaughlin did you listen to?
1: How many what? Sorry.
0: How much Sarah McLaughlin did you listen to?
1: Oh my god, no, I avoid her. (laughs) (laughs) No, but listen. So there's this album called "Lot of." Oh my god, in the arms of an angel. (laughs) But there's so no. There's this...
2: There's this.
1: I mean, okay. You need to listen to this other album though. There's this. There's this album that Shimon and I have been like obsessed with called Lot of Sea Lice, and it's okay. with Courtney, Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile, and it's literally just them sitting together in a room with with a guitar and, you know, each, each have, have a guitar in their hand. And um, it's basically like all their songs are conversations. And like, that's like our album. Like we listen to that stuff together and we like get really, really emotional. And so I was like, like listening to that on my way home. And I was like, this is a mistake. I can't even like okay. listen to that because I, I get t- to
0: yourself, Jesus <laughs> Christ.
1: But it's like, oh my God, but I highly recommend that you listen to it. Um, but it's, right. it's a dope, right. it's a dope album. Um, but yeah, that's basically what my week was. It was like- it was just sadness in the end, but while it lasted like living in the moment, it was just, it was very beautiful. And I, yeah, I had a good time. Met new people and yeah. I hear
0: you. <laughs> I hear you. I did a lot of substances.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Insert substances. I,
1: I got, Oh my God. Actually on Saturday night, we met up with like, all of his like really really closest friends from like his his hometown and around and Mm -hmm. like man i got so drunk (laughs) i got so drunk but it was i had fun i fed a cat olives it was great
0: nice my cat eats olives Mm -hmm.
1: too really
0: yeah yeah i
1: think that's so weird i like it is weird uh...
0: it is weird it's not a very common thing i i i the first time my cat it was literally an olive dropped on the ground and the cat fucking ran over and, and i was like no way so oh then I grabbed God. a spicy olive and dropped it on the ground, and he fucking loved that, too. I was like, my God, this cat's weird. Then I did some research, and apparently some cats just like the saltiness.
1: Really? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so, like, well,
1: you know. so these these guys have, like, they have two cats. They had, like, a, the cat that ate olives and a different cat that ate watermelon, and I was like, what the heck? But she didn't have any watermelon, so she couldn't feed the cat watermelon. But... It was. It was like whoa. I wanted to try and feed it out of my mouth, but I'm also allergic to cats. I was like, I feel like if I do, that, I'm gonna die. So I'm gonna try and avoid that.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a that's a good <laughs> completely no, okay. So but that yeah. sense why feeding a cat was such a highlight for you because you, you, you're. I was
1: so shocked. I was just like, it was amazed. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was. It was a fun. It was a fun week, but it ended very sad. But I mean, my sadness has kind of it, it's a, it's passed a little bit because. I mean sure you're not waking up to the same person every day. Um, you're waking up to a, you're, you by yourself in your bed and it's really sad. But like I'm going to be there again in like 2 weeks. Yeah, so for sure. I'm just trying to look at the positive side. The positive it. is
0: you, know, you don't have to share the fucking bed and you can get it all to yourself.
1: I mean yeah for the for a little while. You can at least. <laughs> in,
0: like just like literally starfish on the bed as far arm to arm as you can and just snore all the fucking mm-hmm not have to worry about disrupting anybody i love i love being alone <laughs> um
2: <laughs>
0: all right well so that was weekly wrap up everybody um that's essentially where we sit down and talk about our weeks
3: oh that was
0: the news.
3: <laughs>
0: thank you thank you thank you uh, um so moving on to the next segment uh this is mcgill's favorite segment he uh unfortunately is dead again so he can't do it um so bb and i will do it so this is God. would you rather so essentially what we do here is uh, i pick a couple of would you rathers and uh, this time i went into some really deep ones and the reason i went into some really deep ones is because you know i found the last couple of weeks we we came out with like really simple ones that were easy to answer these ones i feel are a little bit more difficult so really i think so i think they they take a lot of thought because you're kind of in a lose-lose situation in both of these circumstances. It's just what 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 is more important to you? <laughs>
1: okay, no, I I will I'll totally argue that.
0: <laughs> okay, so, so the first one, would you rather eat a sandwich dunked in coffee? Now, there's context to this. I want you Uh-oh, to pick. I'm gonna. Oh,
1: I'm being disturbed. Yes, one second.
0: Nope. Oh. Elevator music.
1: Okay, and yeah, and the disruption is gone. Sorry, okay, like, everyone's wondering if I'm dead. Nope. Um, okay, go for it. Ask the first question then. So would you
0: rather eat a sandwich dunked in coffee, context to that being your favorite type of sandwich? Um, and the reason I'm putting it personalized like that is because this is where the deep thought comes in. So, your favorite sandwich, whether it be a BLT, whether it be peanut butter and jelly, whether it be... I
3: fucking love BLT.
0: So, there you go. So, your favorite being a BLT, dunked in coffee, or drink a salty coffee, i.e. using salt instead of sugar. So, these are two things that I love. <laughs> Definitely. Um... I love both sandwiches and coffee. So, I find it a bit of a struggle because... There's nothing better than having a nice double-double in the morning. Sometimes I go black if I'm feeling crazy. (laughs) Uh, But my favorite, favorite sandwich of all time is turkey, ham, and cheese.
1: Turkey, ham, and cheese. Mm. Mm. Dunked in coffee. That would be really interesting. I feel like, okay, here's the thing. You can, if you say peanut butter and jelly sandwich, dump that in coffee, I I think it'd be fine. Yeah. I think it'd be great.
0: You'd have to toast it, though, because I think it would become too gross. That would be the hardest thing. Like, the. Too soggy. Yeah. The texture becoming like slimy and (laughs) gross. That's where I think it would get. Okay.
1: Well, I, right off the bat, I like, because mine is, my favorite is probably like a club sandwich or like a BLT.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know about the chicken and the bacon in coffee. I I can, I can definitely like eat. I can eat a piece of bacon, and as I'm eating it, I can, you know, take a sip of my coffee, and that's okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, same, I don't know about,
0: like, having that, like, soak in it. I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm
1: thinking,
0: I'm thinking for me, being that turkey ham and cheese is my favorite, I'm thinking I would- I have a question. Yeah.
1: Is this, is this only, like, a one-time thing, or is this, like, for the rest of your life? No,
0: this is for the rest of your life. Sorry, I should have specified that that's that's the hard part right
1: ew then obviously i'm gonna get a freaking sandwich in coffee why the fuck would i ever put salt in my coffee well that's exactly it
0: i'm so reliant on coffee now even though turkey ham and cheese is my favorite i i do think that i would struggle the most with that um i also like i drink my
1: coffee black okay i drink my coffee black or sometimes with like a little bit of like cream or something but like I could never, I can't no, even think about dope, it. Eh?
0: Okay, so I think we're both on the same page. Uh, the
1: sandwich and the sandwich. coffee for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So that means, that means the, now the, the loophole to that is, you would have to do that every single time you ate that sandwich. So the loophole or the workaround is obviously don't eat that sandwich.
1: I, oh, but it's my favorite.
0: I know, but would it be your favorite Dunkin' Coffee? That's fucking you know Blown up mine mind here. What? I'm going to
1: try it. I'm going to fricking try and I'll get back to you. I'm going to let you know, like in two weeks, okay, okay. I'm going to let you know.
0: Yeah. After you're done being horribly sick from it.
1: I'm it's, I'm not going to get sick. It's all going in my body anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine.
0: Okay. okay. So this one, this one's a little bit more, uh, to form of what we do here on the Together Not Together podcast, which is talk about sex. So, um, oh, I
1: love sex. I mean, what? well,
0: yeah, I mean, it's, I, if I've, I've only met one person in my life who didn't like sex and we are no longer friends. So,
1: oh my God, you don't need that kind of negativity. In your no, I know.
0: No, 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 <laughs> uh, okay. So this one, this one again is very, 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 very tough. Um, so no longer feel any sexual pleasure or because I'm fat, never be able to eat your favorite meal again.
1: Never be able to eat my favorite meal again.
0: Wow. Okay
1: because really because like I food. know I, I have a favorite meal, yes. <laughs> I have a favorite meal, but I also do really like a lot of other meals. Okay, fair. I have a favorite so, like, you, you I have, have a favorite but meal but I you like could eat, eat it every day.
2: Ones. Okay, so
1: I just I just could never I could just never like no longer feel sexual pleasure. Like mm-hmm. I just like um I just I don't, I'm thinking to like recent times and like, it's just been far too good for me to be like, I would, I just, I I'm i don't okay
0: with never feeling this again. Yeah. Fuck that. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You're right. You're right. I like,
1: I, it's just, it's such an amazing feeling, man. Like you just like, you know, like I just, I would never be able to give that up.
0: Yeah. I think, I think the hard part for me is the the food that I'm comparing it to. And this also could be because I'm older and I have a kid and you know, the sex is, I don't want to say a commodity anymore because that's not necessarily true, but like, you know, y- you get out of that honeymoon phase when you've been with somebody for long enough and sex is still fun and all that jazz. But I really, again, because I'm fat, love to eat. Um, and my favorite food is food. I could eat every single day, multiple times a day. Um,
1: but it's like, but it's not even about like having sex It's about actual feeling like actually feeling sexual pleasure. It's not just about like never have sex again. It's about never feeling pleasure, like sexual pleasure again. Yeah. Like, not like, I mean, I, I don't even know if I want to get into this, but like not feeling horny when you're making out with somebody or something like that, you know, like that's an yeah, yeah. awesome feeling. So. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. It's, a, it's a, b- a bit more of like that foreplay aspect. Like, where the lead yeah, up yeah. is necessarily the act. Yeah. It's, it's not nice.
1: even that. It's just like, if like somebody like touches my back a specific way, I like freak the fuck out. Yeah. Like I just, oh God, like, man, I love that. Don't
0: do this. I'm walking. Don't do this. I'm walking. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, a key, like, but that's a very common thing with women. Eh? So in my, in my yeah. many years of many a partners, Most women, if you touch them in the mid to lower back, uh, towards like the hips, it tends to Mm -hmm. be a very like oh spot where the knees start to give, and you know you also got to touch them the right.
1: Like I can literally just think of it, like when like I don't know, like the other day for example, like Shimon and I were just like watching a movie, and I was playing with his hair, and he was just like a little like snuggly cat, like. (laughs) Imagine, like, never feeling that, like, pleasure again. I mean, because that kind of causes, like, a bit of a, you know, I mean, we're not sleeping together. And then, you know, like, it's just, like, it's, it's, like, a cool feeling kind of. And it's, like, would you ever, would you want to never feel it again? Probably not. Like, I I would not be able to survive without feeling that again. Then what's the point of sex? Or what's the point of, like, Well, see, I think that's, I think that's
0: what I, my, my perspective of it is. Because sex is not as, as a younger person, sex was the end all and be all for me. I was always, I've always been, and probably always will be a pleaser, but like, I enjoy the foreplay or I enjoy the, the intimacy with the person leading up to that stuff, almost as much as I enjoy the sex. Right. Especially Especially for a guy, like our, our orgasm is very like cut and dry, black and white. That's it. It's done. Whereas, you know, part of the reason why the foreplay and stuff like that is because I get the excitement more but it's also having just an orgasm because having just an orgasm that's it right like
1: but it's also so hard so hard for the girl to finish though like whenever guys are like oh mm, i didn't make her finish like guys don't need to understand it's really hard to make a girl finish <laughs> and like people just need to be okay with that like guys just need to accept that that's that's a thing it's like not a them thing it's it's a girl thing like
0: yeah it's also it's, I, it's find, tough. I find when it comes to that since we're going down that rabbit hole i think that when it comes to it's living, easier with foreplay well, it's all about foreplay. For a woman, her orgasm is as much physical as it is emotional and mental, right? And that's where for guys, it's a, an orgasm is physical. Like we, mm-hmm. just based off the purpose of what our orgasm is about, it's about ejaculation, right? So mm-hmm. with, with women, it's not, Do you know what I mean? Like women women having an orgasm, it's, it's really about them letting themselves go. But that's also a difference of a woman to a man in the sense of like, what their acceptance is to, to uh, opening themselves up. Uh, 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 from my experience, I can't speak for all women, because not all women are the same. But from my experience with the partners I've had, it's really about how comfortable you can make that woman, and um, how open and free you can allow her emotions to be, and how quickly you can notice and embrace the action, or notice and embrace the the moment, to really push them and help them get to that. Yeah point do you know what i mean not all women mm-hmm. can have orgasm from you know uh, penetration a lot can't um so that's again where <laughs> it. it's all about that foreplay but i mean it in foreplay and not just the sense of the actual physical touch or anything like
1: that
0: it's
2: more like
1: penetration a... <laughs> penetration it's such a funny word <laughs> i
0: know i know it's it's a very uh, it's a very um dirty word like to penetrate like it's you know what the most destructive and disgusting hand gesture is is like one hand or one hand making a hole and the other hand making a uh, a penis or a, a shaft and just inserting or penetrating <laughs> just that makes people like
3: Jesus. so
0: unbelievably uncomfortable and I do it on a daily basis because of it <laughs> you
1: can send emojis like that
0: I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But yeah, so I think, I think, um, going back to, to what I was saying, the, the difference is definitely, yes, not every girl can have an orgasm, but the hard part for a man, and it's just the difference of us and why we have a hard time letting go of that or understanding it is because ours is very simple. The um, a, mass, yeah. a male orgasm is easy.
1: It's, it's straightforward. It's yeah. so straightforward. Yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly. Like like a woman might not be able to have an orgasm because she was thinking about food before you had sex. And that just her head's completely off and she's not in that moment or that I also think uh the spont spontaneity, is that a word? No. Spon- spontaneity
1: Yes. Spont- being spontaneous okay just say sponta- <laughs> I, don't, I don't English so yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it's all good I've been doing it for 33 years and I fucking suck at it still but I think um I think spont- spontaneous intercourse or foreplay or whatever is something that really helps a woman get there or 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 Feel the feelings that overwhelm her, things like that. I think that's a huge thing. So, guys out there, if you're listening, also communicate with your individual partner. Some girls, you totally. know, want to freshen up, or some girls just don't like having a guy come up from behind them and kiss their neck and try to penetrate. Oh, but
1: some girls love it, aka yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. Course, I freaking some... it drives me freaking mad when yeah, that yeah. happens. I'm most like, most oh yes.
0: Do. But again, that's why I say, guys out there that are listening, talk to your talk to your partners, talk to your.
1: Like, like, okay, I, say in
3: every I think podcast, it's
0: communication. Communication. Is I think
1: cool. it's it's probably the coolest. Yeah, I mean, oh yes, communication is definitely key when it comes to all relationships. But yes. like, I totally agree with like the whole like if you just sit down with your partner and you're just like, when I did this thing. Like I really liked that. Like, can we do that more often or whatever? And like, you know, like when you can sit down and have those conversations, it's like it's pretty fucking cool. Like, it's like it's super, it's dope to be able to like have a conversation like that with somebody, and then just like you know, it works out every time.
0: Absolutely. Well, and it it also it excites the person, especially the person that might have been performing the act that you really liked, to know that Uh they well. Right? It's gratification. It's it's you know, in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? So the in the instant gratification of knowing that you're pleasing your partner. Cause a lot of times we don't vocalize it. Right. Cause it's taboo. Yeah. That's, that's a huge factor too. So, but to bring it all back and come full fucking circle. Yeah. I think we're on the same page. I think uh I'd rather not eat my favorite food.
1: Yeah, favorite exactly.
0: And to not lose any. Idea <laughs> So um this is the segment called asking for a friend where you the listeners write into uh us um generally it is two men that are doing it but today we have a very female flair to it so uh I was able to pick two questions one from a man one from a woman both actually mm-hmm. directed towards Phoebe essentially so um these these questions are questions you are maybe uncomfortable asking your partner or maybe you you know, just haven't got the gump to, to bring it up to friends, whatever. But
1: I'm not uncomfortable answering them.
0: No, exactly. (laughs) That's the nice thing about this. I think, I think so far, I've actually had people who have written in asking the questions. uh, Obviously I keep them anonymous writing back after thanking me for, for giving our perspective because that's the biggest thing I think today that we don't understand going back again to that PC culture is perspective is important. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we don't feel comfortable asking questions, which means we'll never get answers to those questions, which can hinder relationships, especially. Right. So um, this is a segment that I really, really enjoy doing. And I really, really appreciate you guys being confident and comfortable enough uh, sending me these questions to hopefully shed light on. So um, I'll start with the first one. Let's do it. (laughs) So, <laughs> <Jesus>. so <laughs> aha. This episode was filmed in front of a live studio ostrich. Um that's a family, <sighs> family guy reference. Family guy, I love you. I know that's I love Family Guy. Hire me. hire me. I want to write for you. Please. Please. I, I think of stupid <laughs> shit every day. Oh my god, hire me. Um that's one of the other reasons why I do the podcast is because I I say such ridiculous shit that I'm like, man, I wish I recorded that. Well now I do. Um so <laughs> the first question is from from a lady asking for her and her partner, by the sounds of it. Um, so this I don't have a huge amount of experience in, so I'm just going to spitball. Um, her question is: I don't really like vibrators. Are there any other toys we should try?
1: Boom! Already, I can tell you. Okay. I have never actually used a vibrator when it comes to like sexual preference. I never.
0: So when you say that to define, are you saying you've never used a vibrator with a partner during sex or just never in general?
1: Well, in in general, I just haven't because it's just not my thing, I guess. But I mean, if I were to, I guess, suggest something, I mean, I don't know, like I wouldn't use vibrators with a partner, I guess. I just, or I mean, I don't know. I just like, I don't in general and I wouldn't with a partner, but I feel like, I don't know, I'm thinking into like fifty shades of gray shit right now, like the whole handcuffing situation or like the tying up and the not necessarily choking too much. I've like recently gotten into that a little bit more, um but yeah, I think that the whole tying up situation is like really really hot, and it's just yeah. like, it's like whoa <laughs> yeah, I agree because well, it's um,
0: it's 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 a position of submissiveness that you're not normally used to right so and and lack of control it's very attractive to have like even from a guy's perspective to have a girl take complete control of the sexual experiences hoy it's it's hard to not have an orgasm like that just because you know, it, it's very, I mean, very sexy for a woman to
3: lead. I
1: don't know.
0: Like
3: that.
1: I mean, I I guess it's really sexy for a woman to lead. Like, I mean, like, okay, sure. I'm like, from a guy's perspective, if a girl just like looks at him he, and she's like, "Take your pants off," like, fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> he like, okay. of course, like, he, that, he's, he's like, "Holy shit, yeah!" Like, I'm turned on by that. But <laughs> I mean, like, for I don't know, it depends. I think on the on the person, and I think that it's definitely a conversation that you need to have with your partner because if mm-hmm. you, like, I don't know. Like someone was saying, oh, like oh, you want butt play or something? you have to just be straight up and be like, no, I I don't like butt. Like, don't touch yeah. my butt. Yeah, yeah. Don't go, don't yeah. go, go, go near that. Like, poop yeah, comes yeah. out of there. Don't go
0: near. No, note, note to guys, butt stuff is never something you just initiate. Butt stuff is something you talk about. You
1: have to ask. In you have to ask, You have to talk about.
0: You don't want anybody to feel under pressure. Butt stuff is really, really cool and fun. And again, we're back on butt stuff. That's always something that happens here at the Together Not Together podcast. But, <laughs> but. Um, it
3: is,
0: (laughs) it is definitely something to have a conversation about prior to the, the act or
1: the, um, yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally agree, but I don't know. I feel like, honestly, like I'm the kind of person where it's like, just like pick me up and throw me up against a wall and like tie my hands up or like pin me up against a wall and just, you know, go for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You definitely should have just and, talked. Oh my about God. And, you don't want your partner And like,
1: and teasing.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And like, and teasing too. Teasing yeah, is fucking consider, dope.
0: Yeah. I consider that foreplay, but simple things like, so, so going back to the question, um, actually applying with swings. that. Swings like, Swings are cool, but also, also feathers. I know it sounds stupid, but to go with feathers. feathers yeah. So you take a tie, blindfold your partner, and
1: oh, I love that. I have them love that. I naked love that.
0: I and just that. doing like, you know, tracing with feathers and teasing their privates and around the nipples and all that jazz or around the penis, whatever. Um, You know, a lot like for, for me personally, like I really like, love getting kissed on the neck. So having the blindfold on with a feather, maybe being tied up. I don't know. I've never done that part myself, but.
1: Um, oh, I really like the tying up. I I'm, oh, I'm I'm totally wanted to try it. It's, it's just
2: hard for
0: some like some partners. I don't think get that it's not gonna be like now I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you because you're <laughs> no control I think that's what a lot of people think you know what I mean and again that's a conversation to have but um yeah feathers I think because it, it's cheap right you can go to any sex shop mm-hmm. and buy a feather for like five bucks um
1: just use the straw just use like a piece of straw from like the straw lol. like a piece of like whatever from your, um, from your yeah, straw and...
0: baskets that you have when you go down to the, to the field to go get your eggs.
1: To the lake.
2: The <laughs> <laughs> no, beautiful. but I, I totally
1: agree with you. Um, but I, oh my God, when you said the blindfolded thing, I totally like, I'm totally into the whole, like, it's like been a fantasy of mine yeah. where it's just like, it's like I don't know. You come out of the uh, out of the shower or something, and like the lights are off, and there's like candles, yes. and your partner just comes up behind you. It's kind of <laughs> my God. It sounds kind of like he's trying to like you know kill you, no, but he, no, your that, partner that comes that up.
0: Of, that concept of like mysterious esque almost rape fantasy. Is super. Oh my weird. god!
1: I was. Just, oh my god! I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad that you did. No, 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 I'm glad
0: that you did. It's true. It's it, it, kind it, of like
1: a rape fantasy. Which yeah, is like it, so it's
0: normal. sort of role playing. It's it's normal. So th- there, to to reflect but, on that, there's yeah. a lot of different, like even household items that you could use that could be used for play and things like that. Oh my god! Ice,
1: ice, ice. Oh yes. ice, okay. girls, baby. If
0: you can girls, if you <laughs> handle holding an ice cube in your mouth while you're given a blowjob, a plus plus.
1: Oh. Whoa! I've never,
0: whoa, a plus okay. Plus, yes, A++. Plus, plus. I had a girlfriend um, okay. of mine back when I was in high school or maybe just after high school that used to fucking love doing that. And oh boy, dab It is, it's interesting. Obviously, it can't be the whole oh thing because the ice melts and things like that. But just that sensation of hot cold at the same time is, wow, it's it's very unique. It's very unique. Um, but really? Yeah. Like, like go back to the basics, you know, you don't necessarily need to go. Okay. Vibrators are pretty intense too. Right. So I get it. A lot yeah. Of, a lot of girls I know. No,
1: but we, like, but we, my, we, my fantasy is like, my fantasy is like strictly like you walk into a room and then your partner comes up behind you and like immediately like blindfolds you or ties yeah. you up. Yeah. yeah. But like blindfolding is like top. Like if somebody's strong enough to hold you down, then great. You don't need anything to tie up. But like, I yeah. don't know. Like that's just my fantasy is like walking into a room from like a shower or something. And then your partner yeah. just like, blindfolds you It starts kissing you and then just like boom you're on the bed and just like oh my god the yeah, feather yeah. i i want to try that i'm gonna try that
0: no i hear you it's, it's 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 really playful right so do the same exact thing but boom on the bed and then you know you're it's, it's, not,
1: it's not all about it's not all about like rough sex it's also no, about, you know, it's having it's, a good time, good a time and,
0: and like you said it's also about the submissiveness of it too right but then having the ability yeah. to not be submissive right so so yeah so yeah just a quick recap, feathers, ties as blindfolds, uh, candles are very, blindfolds. Yeah. Uh, ca- ice candles are very ice. Yeah. A lot of different things there. So hopefully that helps. Um, now this one's probably, this is from a man. Um, I'm assuming it's a younger. Okay. Listener. It's, I, I would only assume it's geared more towards you because it's all in caps and it has n- nothing to do with me. Uh, number two, does size matter?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. I I think so. Just because I've I've had the experience with a smaller size, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say. And it's not really pleasant. Like you just kind of feel like you're just like there and you're just like waiting for it to be over.
0: (laughs) Sure. Now But that's
1: just that's just me though. I think it depends on the girl.
0: That's what I was gonna say. So I've I've been with girls like I am in no way, shape, or form a fucking, you know, seven inch fucking crazy I'm average normal sizing I've noticed wow. with some ah, <laughs> um I've noticed with some no
1: I'm not I'm not saying ah, just because you know I'm lucky or something no <laughs> um <laughs> no yeah but I've been with some <laughs> more,
0: more, more externally stimulated than internally so I think again it's all about knowing your partner or even while you're worst thing you can do guys is never ask a girl while you're having sex when you're confused and you don't know if something's working don't be like yeah, you like that, right? Like don't assume that question. Oh
1: my god, I hate that. but don't be afraid. I hate it. To, I mean sometimes I like it, but it ask. depends on the person.
0: Yeah. Well, but don't be afraid to ask. Just don't don't assume it because it's a even for me, have I have had I have done that in the past, and it's like an instant turnoff for me. So I can only imagine it be an instant turnoff for for the girl as well um but yeah i think i think depending on the person size does matter because it's circumstantial to where their g-spot is right so if some people or some women's g-spot, yeah
1: like for me like okay i'm getting super personal about this it's really fucking hard to get to my g-spots so it's just like yeah i gotta like there's like maneuvers that yep. we have to do and like yep. I'm, I'm saying we huh um there's maneuvers that we have to do and i think it really like it depends on the person's patience also like the like, you know, the your partner and stuff like that too, so. Absolutely, well,
0: and, and again, that communication, and I've been with girls before in the past where like, you know, I have to do a certain kind of thrust while pressing against, you know, their clitoris in order for them to get amped enough to have an orgasm, right? So there is definitely certain people that have a certain way to be finished. So in some some context, yes, I can agree. Size does matter. In others, no, but communicate, conversate, ask about, what their likes and dislikes are no even even in my experience of having one night stands and shit I didn't just go into it I would talk to them I would foreplay verbally finding out what they liked and didn't didn't like yeah the um the biggest thing is communicate talk figure it out so
1: yeah I think so I think it's so important to like communicate with your partners with that like I don't know. It's just, it's, I think it's really cool to just like, after you have sex and it's like, I think I figured it out. Like, I think I know what I have yeah. to do to like, get to your spot or whatever. Like, I think it's, it's, it's really cool.
0: Yeah. Agreed. 100%. Um, so yeah, so hopefully, hopefully those, those answers helped. Um,
1: um, yeah, but- I guess, I mean, yeah, again, yeah. it, it really, really does depend on, on the girl. Like yeah. sometimes you can't always hit the spot, I guess nope. you can say.
0: Nope and sometimes it goes the other way too, right? Some, some, sometimes being big is not a good thing, right? Depend Again, depending on the person. And, and, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely an average person. I've been with girls where I've been too big and it's like, what, that sucks. So I can only imagine what it would be like for somebody who does have that seven to nine inch fucking shlong. <laughs> and most of them reality is not porn okay so when you see these girls getting plowed by a dude with a fucking 10 inch cock 90% of the time that girl's not having as good of a time as she's letting you off to believe so uh, <laughs> the vagina is only 4 inches deep <laughs> let's let's just remember that kids mm-hmm. but,
3: jesus
0: okay well i think yeah. uh, we're about 3 hours in so do you want to you want to wrap it up
1: Oh gosh. Sure. Yeah, I guess so.
0: So Phoebe, thank you so much. Um, thank you
1: for having me. This is so much fun. I knew that this was going to, I knew we were going to talk more than like an hour.
0: I yeah, knew I know. it. We're, I just knew it. I, I actually sent uh Lily to daycare because I was going to get up super early and, you know, hopefully an hour before she got up and Phoebe's like, nah, you know, we're probably going to talk a lot longer than that. And I was like, yeah. oh, you know, you're probably fucking right. And lo and behold, I'm happy, uh, I'm happy we did. <laughs> yeah,
1: honestly. Like, I feel like I was able to, like, get a lot off my chest, too. Like, talking about the whole, like, distance things with friends and stuff like that and how just, like, you know, you lose contact with people sometimes unless you both try on both ends. And mm-hmm. and just that. Like, you don't know till you try. Like, I I feel like I got so much off my chest and I feel so much better about it now. <laughs> so.
0: I agree. I'm glad it was yeah. – I- That was therapeutic. And you know what? Conversational podcasts about talking shit through. So Phoebe, where can we find you? And uh, what's your handle?
1: Um, Well, I have Facebook, but like, I don't really like to add random people. So you can follow me on Facebook. I think that's a thing that you can do now. now, And then like on Instagram, just Phoebe Santini, which is at P-H-O-E-B-E-S-A-N-T-I-N-I. And you can follow my 365 challenge. I'm still doing that until January 1st. Actually, probably the 31st of December. Okay, um, there you go. But yeah, you guys can follow me on there and um, yeah, I don't really use Twitter, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, cool. Um awesome. yeah. Awesome. Well, Those thank you guys. My handles. And nope. um yeah, so, and I sent you the links for Shaman's videos and stuff. So if people want to yeah, have so- a listen, they can check it out.
0: Yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to Find his actual uh, YouTube handle and put it in there, and please uh, definitely definitely listen that. And Phoebe, can you also send me the link so I can put it in the dump for um, for uh, that song that you did last year that you released? I really yeah.
1: I have I have two songs on iTunes and slash Spotify and Apple Music and stuff. So if people just search Phoebe Santini um, on iTunes, I have the song "Movies" and a song called "Over It." Perfect. And yes. I'd love to get opinions and stuff like that too. Like I'd like people to um, share it and, you know, leave reviews and stuff as well on iTunes. Like I know it sounds like weird, but I actually do look at those. And yeah, no, um, actually you can also look me up on YouTube. I have Phoebe Santini on YouTube. Okay, cool. And I have so I was, many I was covers actually, and without, shit.
0: Without telling you, I was just going to put your last single that came out. That's how I was going to end the show. But being that we are at three hours... I didn't want to do it injustice by putting it there and then us saying okay, peace out, and then it just <laughs> playing for nothing or not getting listened to. So this way, I think if we if we put it in the link, then at least people can go. Yeah, people can your-
1: listen to it, and um, yeah, and that would be super dope if people could like support.
0: Cool. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I'm I appreciate happy-
1: you. Thank you for being alive and being a human Absolutely. and stuff. Absolutely, Juan. I'm
0: glad we're able to do this, and we should definitely do it again sometime.
1: I know. If they, I come, come to Canada, I will I'll let you know, and maybe we can actually do one in real life.
0: Yes, but, but mind you, it won't be as uh, much me listening, because as I get drunk, I talk like a motherfucker. So Oh my god, definitely... I'm so excited.
1: I'm going to get drunk and just start spewing shit like it's it. friggin' my birthday.
0: Love it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Together Not Together podcast. I was your host and still am, Anthony Davis-Miorana, joined by Phoebe Santini. And we Uh, are
3: new. Play
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay, cool. I'm going to call you quickly on Facebook.
3: Sure. Bye.